Rockaway Rovers football is on the air. This evening, the Rovers are at home as they will play host to the Dubois Beavers in District 9 action. High school football on Sunny 106 is being brought to you by our fine sports sponsors. Now let's send it out to Brockway and Frank Barchetti Field. And before the opening kickoff, let's check in with our pregame show with Bill Edwards right here on Sunny 106. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Brockway Rover Football on Sunny 106. I am Bill Edwards along with Jared Hobart tonight. And tonight we are at home in beautiful downtown Brockway to bring you the game between the hometown Rovers and the Beavers from Dubois area. Both teams come into this game with an identical record, 1-0. and zero. Last Friday evening, the Beavers defeated a tough Carn City team by a score of 41-36. to Conversely, the Rovers defeated a not-so-good Kane team by a score of 42-0. to However, the Rovers did have some problems with the first game jitters as they started slow, missed scoring opportunities, and amassed 14 penalties. The positive takeaway is the Rovers should have the jitters worked out of their system. They have the opportunity to play a lot of kids in that game, and their starters got rested a little bit uh, while they're preparing for a much more challenging game tonight. Both teams do have some talented players, especially at quarterback. Brockway has three-year starter Braden Fox, who led the Tri-County area last season with 2,611 yards and passing for 33 touchdowns. Dubois has a very promising quarterback of their own in sophomore Trey Wingard. He came in halfway through the season last year and threw for 749 yards and seven TDs. Last week in the victory over Carn City, he threw four touchdown passes. The premier runner may well be Brockway's Jendi Quelo. Last season, the senior ran for 1,410 yards, a 108-yard average, and 12 TDs. Last Saturday against Kane, he ran for 143 yards on 19 carries. On the ground for Dubois, Garrett Nessel appears to be the go-to guy early on. If Dubois has any advantage, it may be in having played a very competitive opponent last week and the depth that usually accompanies a much larger program. And uh, as usual, uh, this year we're going to be uh, interviewing uh, head Rockway coach Jake Heidel. Sat down with him, and here is that interview. Welcome back to the Sunny 106 pregame show. This week, Bill Edwards had a chance to sit down with Brockway Rover head coach Jake Heigl to preview their matchup with the Dubois Beavers. Okay, Coach Jake. How's it going? You got the first one out of the way. Yes, we did. And it's nice to get the first one out of the way, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. There used to be two scrimmages. Now you have a scrimmage and then what feels like another scrimmage, but it's an actual game. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And, you know, a game like you had, uh, I mean, let's face it, let's be honest, Kane is down. uh, And uh, I'm not sure in the first game you want to score that many points. Uh, I mean, you want the win, obviously, but sometimes – uh, you know, kids are kids, and they kind of get lulled to sleep a little bit and think maybe they're better than they are, you know. so Yeah, uh, I, I think the minor details, in-game details, um, that you can forget about uh, in a year, you know, those guys all having not played since, you know, I believe it was November of last year, um, you know, I think those little minor details that you have to be very, very cognizant of, uh, you can forget them. And I think that that kind of woke them up to it because you saw in the second half that we kind of eliminated some of those mis- mental mistakes. So, Well, I, I, I told the radio audience, I said, well, halftime, uh, Coach, Coach Jake might be, you know, peeling the paint off the wall in the locker room. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so... Not that you would ever do that, of course. No, no, but, never. No, never. Uh, but the second half obviously was different. Yeah. You know, they seemed to settle down and say, hey, you know what? We need to 
We need to do things that we know how to do. Yeah, I think defensively I was very happy with what we had going. Uh, I think offensively it was a lot of just shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, so if that was, you know, that I would say that was the point of our halftime discussions uh, where if we ever want to reach any of our goals, um, we have to be able to uh, not compound our mistakes and kind of, um, you know, put the one behind us and, and clean it up. And we had just been continuously making them in the first half, but we did, we cleaned them up in the second yeah, half yeah. and I was happy. So as you put the game in perspective, I'm sure after the game, you've you know, put a lot of thought into what happened and, and you also have sleepless nights after games as well as before them. Uh, what, what was your, generally, what was your takeaway? Um, that I continue to say that that punksy scrimmage was very good for us. I mean, that, you know, the physicality that we brought into the Kane game, I think, really set us apart from what I had, you know, had concerns about. Um, you know, I think that we can, you know, talking to the guys, I, I think the point of emphasis to them was, you know, we're physical and we can run the football. And if you can, you know, stop the run, establish the run and limit turnovers, you're going to be a pretty good football team. So if we can keep building on that, uh, and get a little better every week. I think that um, you know, with our schedule, if you're 500 plus and you sneak in the playoffs, you're still pretty well prepared when you get there. So, um, you know, I kind of told them to take it as it is. Um, you know, it's a good win. Celebrate it that night, and then the next day, it's on to Dubois. Well, yeah, and uh, of course, uh, Dubois had Carn City and uh, kind of came down to the last drive. And they're in many ways, they're kind of like you. They they do have you know a decent running back, uh, and uh, they do have a you know, young quarterback, but he can throw the ball. Uh, and so uh, do you consider it. I asked somebody asked me today at the Y. I said, uh, is this kind of a becoming a kind of a backyard rivalry, if you will? And I said, well, I haven't heard that term from either team, but I'm I'm thinking that maybe it's in the back of people's minds. Do you think that was a fair uh, assessment? Yeah, it's it's you know all these kids play t-ball together and they play travel basketball together and they all know each other. Um, you know, we're five miles apart, so it's hard not to look at it that way. I mean, I think that you can make it something that it doesn't need to be, um, which I've you know. I think, you know, talking with Coach Wingard this week, it's it's been better than it was last year. But if you make it a fun, exciting environment and you, you know, lean into the fact that all these kids know each other by name, um, it, it really can be special. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, looking at them, like you said, the backyard rivalry, I, Trey Wingard is very impressive for a young kid. I mean, wh- what he did against Carn City um, – you know, was was definitely noteworthy, and the you know they're big, they're big up front. Their offensive line, I think they have a six six three twenty left tackle, and you know they're six three six four the whole way across the board. But Gallagher is their best uh, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, sixty six. But uh, then then like you said, they're running back uh, Garrett Nissel and Danny Dixon, um, very very impressive, bigger body type kids, mm-hmm. um, kind of you know run you over type kids. Uh, but you know, then you go to their skill position, and their wide receivers are again big, five eleven, one eighty five type players. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and uh, like I said, it's it's great to have a kid that can throw the ball, but you have to have kids that can catch the ball. Yeah, and uh, so in that Carn City game, uh, you can see that they get, have kids that can get separation, uh, can catch the ball. So uh, so in many ways, you're similar. 
Uh, and uh, of course, the the big difference is okay. We got a classification, you know. We have a we have a quad A school playing a single A school. Minor difference, which doesn't which doesn't usually happen. But uh, I noticed I talked to Coach Winger yesterday briefly, uh, and uh, he was kidding with me because I showed up. He said, "Oh, you t- you're taking video." <laughs> I said, "No, no." Uh, but uh, I said I work for the radio station. I don't work for either team. So, uh, and uh, you know, so we were talking a little bit about. Uh, about what they were able to execute and the things that they do. But I noticed that they don't have a whole lot of kids. I was trying to count them, but they don't have a lot of kids either for being a you know, 4-8 program. Uh, at least they didn't at practice. Yeah, uh, I think they have 68 to 75 on their roster um, at the beginning of the year. Now, I don't know what it is now, but well, a little different I, from our 35. I, yeah, <laughs> I, well, I, I counted just about 35 yesterday. Not really? if anybody was missing, but that's what I counted that were there. You Interesting. Know, so, yeah. Now, I don't know how many will show up dressed tonight, but that's what I saw. <laughs> because I did I did make an effort to count them, you yeah. know, to, to, to see. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, – and, of course, the place is going to be full tonight. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be one of those games. The weather's going to be great, you know, for a football game. Yeah. Uh, and how about the injury factor? You guys came out good from uh, from your game? Yeah, we, we had no issues. Um, you know, we were lucky in that sense. Um, you know, I, I, I think that they're probably in a similar spot that we are. But, um, you know, again, I – I, um, you know, when you when you do play a school of this size, um, you really have to stress during the week if you got to hydrate because we've got guys playing, you know, 150 snaps. Where when you play a bigger school, what people don't think about is the rotation in on special teams yeah, and yeah. stuff like that's that. That's a good point. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, so briefly, what do you expect from the the Beavers tonight? Um, I, I think that uh, what they have going with Trey uh, is I think he will continue to improve. And I think that he can be a very special in, player in this area. They've done a lot to protect him. I expect to see them to um, continue to roll with you know what TJ is teaching them and a little bit of the Paul Butler uh, effect on it too. I know Paul really well. He's on their staff now. He played for the mm-hmm. Oakland Raiders. Yep. Um, and you can see a lot of his uh, marks on that offense too. So I think they'll expand on that. And I think defensively, um, you know, they're – you know, I expect them to be fast on the edge and uh, uh, big on the interior. I mean, they've got some big, big, beefy dudes that they're going to try and stuff us with. Yeah so. yeah. so, conversely, what do you expect from the Rovers tonight? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited because I think, uh, you know, all week we've kind of maintained to our kids that although this I'm not going to ever ignore the fact that this is a rivalry game and we are close between the two towns um you know and everybody knows each other I will never ignore that fact but you know we can't be um you know the moment can't be bigger than us I mean we've got a ton of goals down the line that this has to be a step stone regardless of what happens in the game we have to learn from the the positives and the negatives um, so I, you know, I'm looking for us to have a little more situational awareness on some of the penalties we had last week. We talked about that, and then I'm looking for us to execute earlier than than it took us last week too. So if we can do that, and um, you know, I always say if you can establish the run game and you can stop the run game, you're probably in good shape. So uh, that's our plan. Um, we're Again, I'm very excited. It's we brought we brought in extra bleachers. It's we've sold a ton of pre-sale tickets. It's going to be a really fun environment. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be be able to do it too because uh, 
But one thing it does, it starts to uh, give you an idea when you're playing someone uh, like Dubois uh, that uh, w- what your identity is going to be. Yeah. And uh, so it'll be good to see some of your younger kids. I thought it really did well. Yeah. Uh, you've got some young kids, freshmen that you're playing that, uh, I mean, they're freshmen. Yeah. So, I mean, they were playing junior high last year. Yeah. Uh, and now they're, you know, they've taken this big step up. And I thought they, they played really, really well for being freshmen. Yeah, I have to credit, first of all, our junior high staff on that. Um, you know, they might have been playing junior high football last year, but they were playing at a very high level. They were on an undefeated junior yeah. high team. Uh, and they're off to a really good start again as they just won their opening game against AC Valley Union 40 nothing, I believe. But... And then the next uh, people to give credit are obviously the position coaches and the and the coordinators. I mean, the way that we were able to um, get them up to speed in the summer, uh, you know, obviously the talent and their hard work and effort um, got got them to the point where you know if, if we could get them coached up, we felt that they would be ready to go come first game. And they dedicated themselves, and our coordinators and position coaches really dedicated themselves to getting them prepared. And I mean, I think. You know the the glaring obvious one is is our tight end Maddox Decker. He he truly number zero um, popped on film as well as Caleb Doherty and uh, Aiden Patton. Uh, you know they they really spent a ton of time this summer putting the putting the work yeah, in, it, and uh, our coordinators helped out with that. Yeah, they all looked they all looked really good. Mm-hmm. So well, I'll have to cut this off now, Jake. But appreciate right. you coming in, and uh, we're excited about tonight. And the best of luck to you to you guys. Thank you. And uh, We'll pray that you have no injuries and that going forward uh, we'll see even more and more improvement uh, no in, the, in the Rovers. Well, thank you, Bill. Thank Appreciate you. it. That was Bill Edwards with head coach Jake Heigel. After this timeout, we will have starting lineups and the kickoff as you're listening to Brockway Rover football here on Sunny 106. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in Western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC-CPA. Dot com.
The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatment and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and it's a crowded house here in Brockway at Frank Baracetti Field. Bill Edwards along with Jared Probert tonight. Just want to read a list of our sponsors. Swift Kennedy Insurance by Ferrero and Company. New Water Service. Ferrero, Cruck, and Ferrero. Joe's Tuck Shop. Star Trailer Sales. Uh, Kremer Lumber and Molding, Yard Works, Last Town Pizza, The Little Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Shady Holdings LP, Creekside Auto and Tire. Indiana County is uh, sponsoring our coin toss tonight. We have not had that yet. We'll give that to you in a moment. Star Trucking Course, our first downs. Uh, Sunrise Coffee for our times out tonight. Logo Auto Sales for our halftime. Rockway Appliance, Sack of the Game. Uh, Fran Relly, Sales and Service, play of the game, along with Zana Malillo, LLP Attorneys, also play of the game, and Spitzer, New Boys, and St. Mary's, player of the game. Well, Jared, here we are. This is a big one. I, I mean, uh, this place is going to be packed tonight. I mean, we've got people all over the place tonight. There's a lot of uh, anticipation by both towns. You know, they're only eight miles apart, and uh, a lot of enthusiasm on both teams tonight. Yeah, you can see, uh, boy, it's been a long time since I've seen this many people in here. They're on the, the dike by the river there and outside the outside the, the field the whole way around. Yeah, the uh, the dike is going to be full tonight, I, I believe. And, of course, uh, there's only one open space in the dike, and I think that's right behind the scoreboard. Probably <laughs> not going to get too much action tonight. But uh, they did move, as uh, Coach Jake said, they did move some extra bleacher in, not not much of one, but they have the band down there, so they uh, got some of them out of the uh, out of the stands. But uh, both teams anticipating tonight to go two and zero. Both come into this game, of course, at one and zero. Last week uh, we saw the uh, the uh, Dubois Beavers beat a and came you know Carn State is usually a, a pretty good football team. They won by a score forty one to thirty six, and of course Rockway was up in uh, Kane. We brought that game to you. They won by a score forty two to nothing. And, of course, uh, Kane is down quite a bit this year, and so it's a little hard to tell at this juncture just how good Broadway is. But uh, tonight is a good night for the test. Yeah, it's hard to say. You know, I mean, 42-0, to though, still the defense didn't allow any points, and they still the offense put up quite a few points. Yeah, and uh, the, uh, the defense will have their hands full tonight. We know the games are won uh, on the line of scrimmage. You know, you're a defensive guy. I'm an offensive guy. And we know that the offensive lines and defensive lines, that's where games are usually won because you can't do what you want to do offensively if the line doesn't do their job. You can't do what you want to do defensively if the line does not do their job. So uh, one thing that's going to happen tonight, we, we see the uh, boys uh, up front guys, both defensively and offensively, they definitely have a size advantage over Brockway. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Jake earlier this week, and he said uh, that it's nice this year that they actually have linemen playing the line instead of linebackers and other type players that they had to make in the linemen. But, yeah, you're right. When I saw the uh, the Dubois linemen come out, they were a little bit different size. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely, absolutely true. 
As both teams are on the, the field right now, we're waiting for the uh, coin toss, and we'll have the uh, national anthem soon, at which point we'll take uh, about a minute and a half break. But right now, uh, we uh, still have the band on the field. And uh, I'll tell you, this, as you said, this is the, the biggest array of fans that I have seen since I've been doing games. And the enthusiasm, uh, not only in, in, in Dubois, but also in Brockway, is really, really up for football right now. That's not always been the case, but uh, I know especially Brockway, they're enthused about where the program is going. Okay, well, we'll get the national anthem going to happen here. And so we're going to uh, to take a uh, short break, and we'll be back to uh, give it a towing cost. And uh, we'll uh, be ready to get this one underway just uh, very shortly. So we'll be back in about one minute and a half. You're listening to Sunday 106, your home for Rover football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you. And good luck, Rovers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year, and that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back and uh, we are going to have Jared give you the starting lineup uh, offensively for our visitors from from Dubois, the Dubois Beavers, and then we'll go to the Brockway Rovers. Jared? Dubois Beavers starting lineup. Number one, Carter Voss. Number two, Nathan Coer. Number seven, Caden Clark. Number 10, Trey Wingard. Number 17, Bryson Delaney. Number 18, Garrett Missile. Number 55, Noah Crawford. 66, Zach Gallagher. 67, Tyson Roy. 69, Noah Barr. And 72, Jaree Stowe. And for our Brockway Rovers. Our starting lineup, number zero, Maddox Decker, number two, Jendi Quelo, four, Matt Brubacher, eight, Braden Fox, number nine, Isaac Crawford, 28, Blake Pisarczyk, 50, Ray Stewart, 55, Ja Weary, 56, John Verichetti, 57, Benjamin Yale, and rounding it out, 67, Reese Yonner. Okay, thank you, Jared. And uh, both team captains are out on the uh, middle of the field right now waiting for the uh, coin toss. 
our uh, coin toss, of course, brought to you uh, by the MDL Accounting Services in Brockway. Don't leave your financial future up to chance. The uh, captains for, for Brockway, number 28 is uh, Basarchik. Number 56 is John Baraschetti. Number uh, 87 is Reese Yonner. And we have also Cody, I'm sorry, uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny Quello is number two. He's also a captain. Okay, and let's see who got the toss. I was trying to read at the time, so I didn't I didn't see that, Jared. I don't know if you did no, or not. No, I didn't either. I was trying to look down when they threw the coin up, but we'll find out very shortly. The uh, captain, by the way, for uh, for Dubois, uh, Nessel, one of the captains. That's Garrett Nessel. Uh, Dixon, Danny Dixon is one of the captains tonight. Uh, Wilson, Carter Wilson, another of the captains, and uh, Jalise uh, Stowe, uh, he is another of the captains. And Stowe is a really big boy, I'll tell you that. Number 72, he's 6'5", 295. It's a cold drink of water there. Oh, I would say so. <laughs> okay, the Beavers will be receiving. Uh, they're going to be receiving down to our left. Vesarchik is usually deep, so Vesarchik is back there for the Brockway Rovers. He's back there with Maddie Brubaker as well. So Vesarchik and Brubaker, and there are two Brubakers, Maddie and Andrew. They're both uh, starters on this team tonight, and the kickoff is about ready to uh, get going. So here we go with this one, and the kick is deep. Going to be taken at the four-yard line. That's going to be Brubaker coming to the near side. He's crossed the 30-yard line. Got running room as he's down at the 30-yard line. So the the Rovers will have good field position to start with. Just right about the 30-yard line. Might be even the 31. They're going to mark it, I think, at the 31-yard line. And they will be ready to go. Yeah, special teams for Dubois. I thought I saw a lane there. And their, their special teams player closed that pretty fast. They did a very good job last week with special teams. Okay, Fox, of course, is the uh, QB for the uh, Brockway Rovers, and he's got a split to the far side and a slot to the near side, ball near side hash mark. Let's see what they do in this first play. Quelo off the right side, and he has a little bit of running room as he will get out to the 35-yard line. So let's give him four on the play, and that's going to bring up a second down and six for the Rovers. You know, I know it wasn't a lot, but it was – Good to see the offensive line be able to push those big boys back. I'll say they are big up front, uh, number 72, as we said before, 295 pounds and about 6'5". And he's right in the, well, just off to the right side of the uh, the center. And that's Barachetti. So he's got his work cut out for him. And there's a handoff again. And that is Trello again. And he's going to pick up perhaps two yards on that. They're going to mark what I think at about the 37-yard line. So it'll be a third down situation. So it's going to be a third down at about uh, oh, four, I would say, probably a long four for the uh, Rovers. The first offensive series, they're moving from our left to our right or from the concession stand to the creek as they start off tonight in their first offensive series. Split to the far side, bar, ball's near side hash mark. We've got jet motion now. There's Pasarczyk, and uh, handoff is inside, though, and that is to number nine, and that is Crawford, Isaac Crawford. He's a senior, 6'1", 180. He'll pick up a first down, and that is the very first down of the evening for the uh, Rovers. Uh, our first downs are brought to you by Star Trucking of Reynoldsville. Now hiring for all positions. Apply at startrucking.com. Okay, good uh, beginning of drive there, all on the ground. No, no balls in the air so far. Okay, ball about right in the middle of the field, split to the far side, near side. We've got a slot. Coelho's to the right side of... 
A Fox. Fox looking for an open man. He's oh. got him in the middle field, but cannot connect. And that is to the uh, tight end. And that uh, tight end, by the way, is a freshman. Maddox Decker. Yeah. Decker is a freshman. And I'll tell you what, he's a big kid. And they're playing this year with a tight end. And uh, as I've said before, that tight end can get lost and get down into the seam and uh, be wide open. And that was the case that time. Fox yeah. just missed him. Yeah, if he would have had that, he would have had at least another 5 or 10 yards. Oh, absolutely. So second down and 10. Ball's at the 40-yard line. Hand off to Quayle coming off this right side. And uh, he's uh, moving the football. He's short of the 50s, about the uh, 47, 48-yard line. Let's call it the 48-yard line. And that will bring up a third down and a short third down and about the long three for the uh, Rovers. So right now, everything's been on the ground. And they're um, they're moving forward. And they are moving. They're moving the big guys out of there. So, so far, it looks good. Okay, split to the far side, near side. Ball near side, hash mark this time. Pistol formation this time. Ball's on the ground, and it's recovered by Dubois. So Dubois will recover. I was, and that's a play I was a little afraid of. Fake handoff, and then uh, with the uh, usually a wingback, tries to make his way to the opposite side, to the left side, and uh, there's a quick handoff right there. And, uh, I, you know, it's questionable. Sometimes that's questionable. And so the ball hit the ground, and uh, so it's recovered by Dubois. So first big break of the game, the ball rests in Brockway territory at the 44-yard line. And let's see now what uh, Dubois comes out with. We know they've got a sophomore quarterback, and uh, he's got definitely good mechanics, can throw the ball. He's got uh, athletic receivers, and they're running a double slot. Ball's near side hash mark. And the question always is, can they keep the quarterback on his feet? in order to make the play. Boss is in motion to the far side, and there's a handoff inside, and that is uh, number 18, that's Nestle, and he gets some good yardage. About Let's give him about five yards, four or five yards, up to about the 40-yard line. So let's bring up a second down now for uh, for two boys, second down and about, uh, let's call it a long five or six. Both sides of the ball are just moving so fast, we don't even get time to talk. Well, I know, and, and <laughs> Nestle is the guy, as far as running the ball, Nestle is the guy. That's Garrett Nestle. He's a senior, 6'1", 190, so their backs are big also. Mm-hmm. It's not just their linemen. So we've got a second down and about six from the 40-yard line. Dubois running from our right to our left. Ball's on the near side hash. Trey Warren going back to pass, rolling to his right. Got a man out there. He's deep, and he's got the catch. And that is a Dubois touchdown. Oh, no, no, he must have lost the ball to the ground, but he fell into the end zone, and that is trying to catch the number there, uh, who that receiver was. And it, uh, yeah. what a great defensive job of not giving up and fighting to swat that ball. Yeah, down. I think that was number seven. I think that was Clark, the 6'1, 185 senior, and a nice throw on the run. And that's something that Trey Winger does very, very well is throwing the ball on the run. And so, uh, apparent touchdown. No, couldn't control it to the ground, and so it's third down now and six from the same place, the 40-yard line. We're at 8.45 here remaining in the first period, and so far a lot of action. As Dubois has the ball, they are running from our right to our left. Voss is going to the far side along with uh, uh, Cower. He's out there as well. He's a junior, 5'6", 150. Trips to the far side this time. Got one running back. That's Nestle to the right side. And he will get the handoff. And he's on his feet. Going to be hit with very little gain at about the 41-yard line. So that's going to gain of one. Make it third down and five. 
or I'm sorry, third down and fourth. So it's fourth down for the uh, for the Beavers. And so let's see what they are going to do. If they will punt the ball, the Sarchik is going back there like he thinks they're going to punt, but I am not so sure at this point. It looks like they're going to go for it. As Winger went to the sideline there and got a lot of, a little bit of information from the head coach, which happens to be his father, TJ. And so let's see what they're going to do. That looks like they're going to go for it. Nestle is again to the right side of Winger. Got clips to the far side, a tight trips formation. Split to the near side. Winger will roll to his right. And again, he's got a man open and makes the catch. And this time he's in his end zone, and it is a touchdown. With 7.54 remaining in the first quarter, the Dubois Beavers strike first. And that is number two, Kroger making the catch. And he is a junior, 5'6", 150, and he was wide open for the second time. I almost looked like the same play. You know, I watched him play last year, the Kroger kid, and I know his parents, uh, he is a fast kid. He has up speed, yep. Well, he's been open twice on what looked like the same play. Mm -hmm. Just ran by the defense. Okay, here comes the exit point attempt, and that's going to be attempted by, let's see, is that number 20? It is number 20. 20. That's uh, Isaac Brigger, and he is a junior, 5'6", 155, falls up, and it is good. And so, with 7.52 remaining here in the first period from Brockway, it is the Dubois Beavers, Brockway, seven, Rockway, nothing. And we'll be back with more action after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. When you need a tux or just a suit. Formal wear. For a wedding. Prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance. Any important occasion, look your best. With the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop. Including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress. All the accessories, like shoes. And shirts, suspenders. Dry cleaning and alterations, too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back to a packed house in Frank Varachetti Field with 7.52 remaining in the first period. The Beavers strike first off that uh, fumble recovery, and they lead by a score of 7-0. to zero. Well, it's a night like we anticipated. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they respond because they certainly didn't have this happen last week. Yeah, and they didn't throw the ball once in that uh, in that first series. So let's see what happens this series. Good kickoff down again to about the four-yard line. So consistency there. And that uh, is number four, and he's still on his feet. And that is Rubaker. That's Maddie. He's a senior, 5'10", 165. And, again, a good return as he will get outside of the 35-yard line to about the 36-yard line. So the Rovers will have good field position once again to start. They had uh, – you know, they did a good job on the ground in that first series. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no reason to panic. They were moving the football. Just uh, and actually, I think where they fumbled it, I don't think the quarterback even got the ball in his hands. Yeah, that was it. Was a difficult play. It's a tough play. Trying to get a, a inside counter play, if you will, and that ball hit the ground. So okay, so it's a first down and ten from the thirty-six yard line. Rovers moving from our left to our right. Fox at quarterback. Quelo is to his left. He's back to pass this time. Looking downfield, got that open, and the catch is made, and that is Brubaker. And he's inside the 50-yard line to the 49, and that is a star trucking first down for the uh, for the Rovers. And so Brubaker found himself wide open, and uh, Fox put the ball right on the numbers for him. Yeah, it's a nice thing with Brockways. You know, they've been running the ball a lot, but, I mean, they have an OC who's used to, 
you know, airing the ball out and throwing it. So he definitely knows what he's doing. Okay, so there is a, a first down. That's the first pass of the game for the Brock Ray, Brock Ray Rovers. They were trying to establish the running game first, and I think they did a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Slot to the near side, handoff to Aquilo, looking for a running room, and he's hit right at the 50-yard line. So it looks like he will they'll probably put it forward progress right at the 49-yard line. So it's going to be a second down now and 10 yards to go for the Rovers. Early in this game, uh, 7.04 on a running clock in the first period. Sun is down now, so... Field is uh, is just perfect, a perfect night for football. The uh, temperature just right, low humidity. Okay, split to the far side. Ball's resting right in the middle of the field. Got a bit of a slot here uh, on the near side, and uh, well, there's a quick pass out there again to uh, Brubaker. That's Matty Brubaker, and he will get inside. That looks like inside the 40-yard line. If he does, that'll be another start trucking first down. And I believe it is. So the second first down now. And uh, both on passes here in the second series that the Rovers have. So they're going back to what they they like to do. And, of course, they've got uh, Coelho sitting there that can run mm-hmm. the ball. So you have to be aware of him. Yeah, Brubaker, you know, he's not an overly big kid. But nope. you can see that he runs with a purpose. And he runs with aggression. Yeah, this Matty. Remember, we have Andrew also yeah. uh, on this uh, on this team. He wears number five. So we got four and five. Those are the Brubakers. They're both seniors, of course. Maddie's a little smaller at 165, uh, Andrew a little bigger at 175, and uh, at 6'2", so we go from 5'10 to 6'2". Hey, is that Pisarchik, uh, number 26, uh, coming out? No, we don't have it. I don't have a 26 on my schedule. Here. 28. Oh, is that? That's, oh, okay. Uh, oh, sometimes it looks like a 26. Yeah, yeah. that's Pisarchik coming back from the injury last year in the second game, and he's looking real good. Okay, we've got a pistol formation with uh, with Quayle there as a – on the right side, and that's a handoff, and that's Quello, and that is another star trucking first down. He's all the way down to about the 26-yard line, and so uh, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm a little surprised that uh, the run game is working so well, and Quello is so quick in a hole. He's just he very quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't uh, doesn't dance around or anything. It's one step and he's downhill. That's right, and he's not a huge kid either, but no. he's got speed. He's a he's a four or five guy, mm-hmm. you know, in the forty. Okay, uh, slot to the near side and the far side. Fox calling the, the signals fellows to his left. Back to pass is Fox. Getting rushed out of the pocket, trying to run, and he's down to about the 20-yard line, so we'll give him about uh, four yards on that carry. That's going to bring up a second down at about six now for the Rovers as they're getting close to the uh, right at the beginning of the red zone. They're right just outside the 20-yard line. So uh, Rover's doing a good job on the ground that time. Fox flushed out of the pocket, and that's something you really don't want Fox to do is to run the ball. No, and he doesn't do it a whole lot. He's no. always looking for an outlet somewhere yeah. to yeah. get it to a, a guy who handles it a little bit more. Well, remember, his dad's the baseball coach <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at DCC. So, you know, and, uh, of course, uh, Braden's a really good uh, baseball player. Okay, there is a, a pitch, and that is going nowhere. And that is to Isaac Crawford, and Crawford gets hit almost immediately at the 20-yard line. So that didn't work very well. I know that's kind of a dangerous play, too, you know, uh, to have Crawford uh, come across and get that quick uh, shuttle pass from uh, from Fox. Okay, so it's going to bring up a third down. Now third down and about four. Balls at the 20-yard line of uh, of the Beavers. Again, another pistol formation here. This time, uh, Coelho's to the is the pistol man. And it uh, looks like uh, 
number nine, I think it's uh, Crawford, is back there to the right side of uh, Fox and uh, hand off to Quill off the right side. He's got running room, and uh, he's close to the goal line. And it will be another star trucking first down as Quello will get down near the goal line. And let's see where they're going to mark it. Somewhere around the four-yard line, I do believe. So it's going to be first down and goal for the Rovers with 440 on a running clock here in the first period. So uh, surprisingly doing really well against that big Beavers line is the, uh, the line from the uh, Brockway Rovers. Okay, he's a handoff again off the right side, and that's Quello again, and he gets close to the goal line. As they're going to mark it, uh, looks like perhaps a foot away. Yeah, right from, inside the one-yard line. Yeah, from the goal line. And so it's going to bring up a second down and goal. Looks like and somebody's injured. Yeah, somebody's injured on the field. Looks like a, a beaver. And uh, so we're going to take a, a one-minute timeout, and it will be right after. We'll be right back after this message listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RVIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia, their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlastownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. <clears throat> okay, we're back there. Still tending to, I believe. It looks like number 66, and that's Zach Gallagher. And that would be a very huge loss for uh, for the Beavers. He's 5'9", 255, arguably their, their best, uh, their best he's, lineman. But he's, he's, walking off, but he's walking off. Looks like he's okay. May have just had the wind knocked out of him. And uh, if you've ever had the wind knocked out of you, you almost wish you were dead. Well, there's enough big bodies down there that's probably not that hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. I mean, so uh, he'll be. I think he'll be back. So good news for the uh, for the Beavers. Okay, four seventeen uh, left in the first period, seven to nothing in favor of the uh, Beavers. But Brockway's knocking on the door. Ball's right at uh, inside the one yard line, and it's second goal for the Rovers. And it looks like uh, we're going to see Quelo right behind in a pistol formation. Number nine is uh, Crawford. He is to the right side of, uh, of Fox. The handoff to Quello, and he's looking to go over the left side, and no good as he is knocked backwards. So he ran into the teeth of that defense that time, bringing up a third down goal. Now, one has to think now. They've tried twice uh, on the run. Could we possibly have a fake and a pass? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say because running the ball has got them down the field, but when you get into the red zone like this, especially in the green zone where they're at now, it's it's uh, everybody jams together, and those running lanes are certainly not there like they were in the open field. Yeah, you don't have that 200-pound uh, running back, fullback, no, you know, no. uh, in Quelo. So let's see what they do. It's a, a third down and goal. Oh, they've got, you, uh, they've the, got the, a different lineup in the, the backfield now. they got uh, the Bill Edwards offense. They, yeah, they got full house backfield. Got two blockers in front. So, okay, touchdown. And I can't see that number 
Is that uh, Basarchik? Yeah. I believe it is. Yes, yeah. Basarchik. Yeah. So with uh, 321, Basarchik will score from one, just about one yard out. And uh, so that old fashioned offense worked because they got, they got two blockers ahead of him. And well, they, so. you know, Penn State runs that a lot when they're in the red zone. It was kind of nice to see that. Yeah, especially yeah, from is. Brockway. Exactly. Yeah, so they got the Brockers, Brock, yeah, Blockers out in front. Here's the extra point attempt. It looks good from here. And it is. And so it's 3 1, 3 21 remaining in the first period. We are locked up at seven here at Frank Shetty Field. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with the Brockway kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, so we're getting ready to kick it off, and I believe our kicker is going to be number 11. That is uh, going to be, let's see, I'll check my sheet again. Uh, yeah, that's going to be Dockery. Dockery's a, a freshman, by the way. He is six foot tall, 190, so he's a big kid. Played a good game, really, last, uh, last Saturday against Kane. And so Brockway with a couple of good freshmen. So they'll be kicking off from our left to our right. Okay, nice kickoff there going toward the left side. going to be taken about the four-yard line. And uh, at the uh, right side, and uh, ball carry goes down at about the 25, 26-yard line. I think that was 34, Danny Dixon. 34, Dixon. Yeah, I believe you are right, Danny Dixon. He's a junior, 6'1", 165. And so the uh, the Beavers will have it. They were successful in their last drive via the pass. Let's see what they will do. Kind of, kind of deeper in their own territory here since the last time they, they got the ball in Rover territory. Now they've got to go a lot farther. So let's see what happens. Okay, we've got, uh, looks like we're going to have trips to the, uh, to the near side. Boss is right in the center. He's one of their better kids at receiving. We have a split to the far side as well. Of course, the, uh, the sophomore. Is that quarterback? He's got Nestle uh, back there with him, and he's on the uh, left side of the quarterback. Core is isolated by himself on the back side there. Could they possibly go back to that play again? We'll have to wait and see, but they've got trips near side balls on the far side hash mark. And back to pass the winner. Got a swing man out here and misses him, and that's a nestle. And so, no good. So, there's one play kind of wasted, and they still got a second down now, but a second down and 10 from the 25-yard line. Yeah, and it's got to be good for the defense here because, you know, they, they march on the field, score a touchdown, so they, they know, hey, we, we can move, we can score on them, we belong here, we're, uh, we're going to compete, and maybe they got those jitters out of their out of the insides there. Yeah, it sure looked like. I mean, there were, there were no hankies on the field, you know. Yeah. When, uh, when the Rovers had the ball, there were no hankies on the field. Not so last week, but uh, tonight they look much sharper for sure. Okay, second down and 10 now for the uh, Beavers. Slot to the near side and the far side. Back to the pass at Winger and hands off. Yeah. And uh, still on his feet. And that uh, is Nestle. And he's out to the 35-yard line before he is finally tackled there. 
He'll be, uh, let's see, a little bit short. Are they going to call him short? Nope, first down. Start trucking first down for uh, for the Beavers. So nice run that time off the right side on a delayed handoff. There was a lot of trucking by him. I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was going to be hit for close to a no gain yeah. and broke a couple tackles. And now there you have it. Yeah, good job by Nestle. But he's been there. He's been their guy to go to when it comes to the run game. This time Voss is out here to the near side. Uh, I know Voss very well. He was one of my high jumpers uh, over there at uh, at the track. Hand off. Full house backfield. And that uh, is number, I believe, 34 that time. Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, six foot, 165. So as I said, these running backs are not small either for the uh, for the Beavers. A lot of speed on both sides of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Gone, gone are the days, I think, when running backs were 135 pounds. You know. Yeah. Occasionally, there might be an aberration, and you might you might find one of those kids. But uh, these kids are getting bigger. Okay, so it is a second down on seven from the 38-yard line. We're just two minutes out from the end of the first period here. The score is not at seven. Slot far side, speed to the near side, ball in the middle of the field. Got some motion. Motion man will stop. Extra blocker. And there's a pitch back to Dixon. Got some running room around the far side, and he gets about eight out of that one. So he is, uh, I shouldn't say eight, I should say six, I guess. Uh, and he will be close to that first down marker. They marked it back a little bit, so they're going to be a third down, and they're going to mark it at the 42-yard line. So third down and about three from the 42 for the, uh, for the Beavers. And it looks like this... And it, it works out to be this way when you think about it on paper, that it's going to be a, a low-scoring game where they're going to be battling back and forth. And that's what we see here in the first period. Yeah, other than that one big, big long play, there hasn't been anything really long. No, there certainly has not. Okay, we've got Voss on the new side this time. The handoff to the first man through, looking for that first down. And looks like he has it. And that's Nissel. It looks like we're going to have another star trucking first down. And... Uh, Officials haven't called hey, it yet. Yep, they finally have. So another first down. We've got 101 remaining here on a stop clock in the first period with a huge crowd here tonight. In a, just because you want for a better evening than this weather-wise. I know. It is a really nice night. Low humidity. Temperature's going to be a little cooler. Just uh, perfect. Okay, boss, get in there. Side balls resting. Far side hash. Beavers are moving from our right to our left. You know, slot formation to the far side, eye formation in the backfield. And there's a handoff for the last man through. That's Dixon. And he's going to be up near the first down marker again. So looks like the Beavers have found some running room as the ball will get inside the 50-yard line into Rover territory at about the uh, 47-yard line. Going to mark it at the 47. Yep. So second down and two on a running clock, 19 seconds, 18 seconds. And the first period will be over. So I think they'll just wait this one out by the looks of it. And we'll go to the second period with our score knotted at seven. Okay, so that's going to be the uh, end of one period here. Our score is 7-7. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with more action. We're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. 
Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9. To experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back at Frank Verachetti Field. Beautiful night for football. Our score is 7-7 with one period down. We're about ready to start the second. And it is a game, I think, and uh, as you and I were talking, Jared, where it's just going to go back and forth and everybody's going to kind of have to win every yard that they make tonight. Yeah, the, the good news for Brockway is that for everything that Dubois is doing, they're they're giving it back to him. So it's kind of like one of those uh, Rocky movies where they take their beatings, but then they keep coming back and keep it close. And you know, hopefully, uh, as the game progresses, they can start to start to do things a little bit more their way. Okay, so let's see what happens now. Beavers are now moving left to our right. Uh, Where is under center? I formation in the backfield. So running formation and straight ahead once again is Nestle, and he'll get out to or inside to the 40-yard line. And so uh, I'll tell you what, they're certainly moving the football as they have another star trucking first down, and so they've found some place they think they can run. Yeah, you know, Nestle's the he's listed as their fullback, but he has that running back type of frame to him, and, and he's certainly not a slow person when he gets the ball. No, he's not, he, and he's 6'1", 190, so he's, he's a load too. Okay, let's see what uh, is going to happen now. First down and 10 from the 41 of Brockway. So the Beavers are moving. Under center again is Wingard. High formation in the backfield. There's a pitch out. That's Dixon taking the left side. He's got running room over there. And he will get down inside the 40, I'm sorry, the 35-yard line or right at the 35. Good broken tackle by the running back there. It looked like he was also going to get tackled for close to no gain. Well, he made use of that straight arm, which yeah. he tried to get kids to do. It will help you. another uh, equip, equipment, and there's a flag, too. Yeah, we got our first, uh, actually, our first penalty in the game Yeah, with uh, 11-18 remaining here in the first half. And it's against the Beavers, and it was a holding call. Of course, that happens oftentimes when you see teams trying to run outside. So, interestingly, this year there's a rule change. The holding call is, uh, well, I don't know in this case if it's from the, the spot, of the foul, but if it's behind the line of scrimmage, it's not from the spot anymore. It's from the line of scrimmage. Yes, yeah. Holding against Beavers will be a 10-yard penalty from the spot okay, of the so foul. Okay, so it's 10-yard foul, spot foul, yep. Uh, so we'll the uh, first down now and 13 yards to go from the 44-yard line. So we're at the 44, and uh, plenty of time left here in the first half for either team to do something. Now, uh, we've got two names games in a row here from uh, – from Frank Perry Shetty Field. Next week we have, I believe, Pottersport coming in. I'm thankful I don't have to make that trip next week. <laughs> I formation again in the fact backfield. Hand off. Nope. Yes. First man through. Good faking job in the backfield. One thing I say about Winger, Winger has gone a lot to a lot of the uh, Manning quarterback camps. And uh, and you can see it. You can see it with his faking. You can see it with his footwork. And he's got good release uh, on the ball. Got a good long ball, pretty accurate long ball as well. Yeah, it's it's hard to see him give that ball up to the fullback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I get, you know, I, you don't see much of that anymore. I mean, no. the spread offenses, you don't see it. Even in the pro ranks, uh, when do you hear about a fullback? You know, very, very <laughs> rarely. You know, it used to be a thing of the past. It was a thing of the past, of course. Okay, trips to the near side this time. One split to the far side. Back to pass. There's Winger looking for a man, and he's got him. That's Nestle. Oh, shakes the first man. And he's going to get to the 40-yard line, and he's going to be hit there. So, Matty Brubaker made the wood to him. Yeah, Matty Brubaker, right? Matty Brubaker is not a huge kid. You know, managed 155. I think his brother's 165. So, not a big kid, but he laid the wood on his right. And so, we have the ball resting now at the 41-yard line of the Rovers. And it is a third down and 10. It's probably a good 41. thing that Yonner didn't hit him up there because oh. he would have been picking up bones off the field. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yonner uh, almost had him, but just a little too quick on that inside move. And Okay, trips to the far side this time. And rolling to his left is Winger looking downfield. And uh, has nowhere to go. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds. Inside, inside the 50. Now he threw the ball down, so I think they're going to call that an incomplete. Because I, I don't think there's intentional grounding this year either. Oh, we got a flag. Huh? Yep, we got a flag. So I think that that's going to be the call over there. I think it's going to be intentional grounding. The ball didn't get past the line of scrimmage. Is that what we're going to say? I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. So that's going to be uh, that's a big loss there. Yeah, big loss against the Beavers, and they're going to be in a definite punting situation. Yeah, so that uh, Winger was kind of showing his youth there, and his dad told me, he said, you know, at times because he's young, he's going to make some mistakes. And, you know, we get that. And in that case, he just kept running to that sideline and probably uh, should have stopped earlier on because he didn't have real hot pursuit in the, from – from the back as he normally would and uh but as we said earlier too he's he's really uh he's kind of made for that position yeah. he's a he's a kind of a pocket passer he's not a kid who's gonna you know make an 85 yard run on you at some point in the game so first punt of the night and back uh i think it's uh, Kasarchik probably back there at about the uh, 35 yard line and here comes the punt and it's going to go right into Pasarchi's hands, and he will try to run it back. He's got a little bit of running room still on his feet, and he's going to be hit just outside the 40 at about the 41-yard line. And so, uh, and one thing I've seen from the uh, Rovers in the first game that I've, I've seen thus far tonight, their their special teams have done pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, well got back to looks like the original line of scrimmage for Dubois. And uh, making that first Nick and Kohler miss because he was he was right there once once uh, Sarchuk caught the ball there. Okay, so it is first down and ten from the forty-one. Nine fifteen remaining here in the first half. We've got a slot to the far side out there is Matty Brubaker. He is in the slot on the near side. We've got a freshman that's Caleb Doherty, and he played a good game last week as a freshman. Looks like they got uh, Gallagher back there. He's back on the, as a DN, so he must, whatever was ailing him before, he's okay now. Well, he's uh, arguably their best uh, their best lineman. Okay, we have a trainer coming out to uh, check on somebody. Uh, I don't know. Something going on. Something going on on the sideline, or I don't know. Or is it Blazers? I don't know. But a trainer from this side went to the other side, disappeared, and disappeared behind the bench. So I don't know what that was about. Tell you the truth, so but we're on a stop action right now. It's surprising you think Dubois would have a 
trainer. Well, they had someone come out before, you know, when uh, Gallagher was injured. Somebody came out from that sideline, so I don't know. Okay, so we're ready to go. Ball's on near side hash. Brockway moving from our right to our left. First down and 10. Back to pass is Fox. Got a little bit of time, but he's rushed a little bit. Got a pass out there and cannot be handled. And that's by uh, Decker, Maddox Decker. He's a freshman. He's a 6'4", 219 freshman. And he's starting. Yeah, he's starting at tight end. And you wonder, you know, I I didn't see him utilized a whole lot last week. If it's the same thing for him, it's kind of in his head right now, being a young kid, coming out big game. Well, you can understand why they were undefeated as junior high team last year, too, (laughs) with some of these players that moved up. But he's on the left side this time of the offense. Ball's on the ground, and uh, Fox just falls on the ball. And so we're back now, a loss back to the uh, about the 35, 36-yard line. They're going to mark it just short of the 36-yard line. And so a loss in that play is going to bring up a third down now, and – well, about 15 now for a first down for the Rovers. So that was a, a miscue there, somewhat resemblant of last week, some yeah. of the things that happened last week. Yeah. Okay, so got a little more ground to pick up. It's been a split to the far side, slot to the near side this time. Ball's on the near side hash mark. Ball's yeah. on the ground once again, and Fox uh, looking to do something with it, and he's going to be hit and will – Perhaps get one yard out of it, but uh, another miscue. That looked like the ball was in his hands. Do you think he's maybe like picking his eyes up a little too quick, or or like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the ball can't be wet or anything. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think because of the type of night it's going to be, there's going to be a little bit of dew mm-hmm. tonight. So maybe it's a little slippery. I don't know, but that was two times in a row. And that's pretty uncharacteristic for, for him. Yes, and he doesn't have big hands. You know, he doesn't have big hands. He's not a big kid. Okay, so we are in punt formation with a fourth down and 19 from the 32-yard line. And so the Beavers should get a good field position. A punt is high, but not very far. Going to be caught right at the 35-yard line. Tackle is made immediately. And I think that is partly to Sarkic, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Yep. So uh, he's got some speed, and he's not a very big kid either. Uh, and uh, so, and he was hurt, of course, last year. So he missed most of the year last year. He's only well, he's five eleven, one seventy five, but he doesn't look that. And I think that maybe you know how it goes. We we always like to add a few more pounds on players for the for the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always turn out being two inches taller and about ten pounds heavier. <laughs> you know. Uh, Anyway, it was uh, 7.40 remaining here in the first half. 7-7 seven to seven is our score from uh, from Brockway. First down and 10 now for the Beavers from their own 35-yard line. They are moving from our left to our right, from the locker room to the creek. Got a lot of people sitting on the dike tonight above the creek. Trey Winger with a handoff. That's Nestle off the left side. There you go. He's going to hit almost immediately, so there'll be little or no gain on that. If we give him anything, it's going to be about a foot. And so the uh, Rovers that time were up to the challenge. Yeah, wasn't able to break the tackle that time. Okay, so it's going to bring up a second down there. Looks like they're giving them about a yard on the play, so they're going to call it a second down and nine from the uh, 35-yard line. And so let's see what they can do something with their offense as we have trips again to the near side. They seem to like that trips formation. One single split to the far side. At some point, I've got to believe that we're going to see another long pass downfield at some point. There's a handoff. That is Nissa. He's got running room still on his feet. And he is out to almost the, well, out to about the 43-yard line. 
still short of the line of gain. So that's going to bring up a third down now, I believe, and about to we'll see where they mark it. Two about two. Davis. Yep, third down and two from the uh, about the 43-yard line. Call it the 43-yard line. We're at uh, about 634 and a running clock right now yeah. from a beautiful night at Frank Verichetti Field in beautiful downtown Brockway. Okay, third down and two. Hand off to the first man through, and let's see. He's going to get the star trucking first down as there is a real scrum taking place in the middle of the field, but I think he's got enough. That was the first man through. I think it was at uh, Dixon. I think it was the first man through. Yes, it was Dixon, and he will get the uh, star trucking first down, I am sure. And, yes, they're moving the sticks. Dixon's a kid who... Looking at his stats on here, I mean, he says a six foot one sixty five. He looks like a bigger, bigger than one sixty five. He does look chunkier. He, he had a he couple, really does. couple extra, extra serving a steak. I think so. Yeah, he's, he's bulked up in the last day or two. Yeah. I think. Okay, high formation again. Mary's under center. They don't see much of that anymore. And uh, we've got Dixon again over this near side. He's across the fifty yard line, and uh, he's going to get inside into. Uh, Rover territory at the 40, looks like the 47-yard line. It's called the 47-yard line, so it's going to be a second down and about three for the Beavers. Yeah, Dubois does a good job of just continuing to kind of ride the players out, and then the running back just cuts it up almost like it's a zone play. Yeah, lets them over-pursue a little bit on defense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, ball's on your side hash mark. And it's hard, hard to stop, though, when you get those big linemen moving you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to be in the middle of that. Under center again is uh, Ringert and uh, falls on the ground, but I believe we have a movement penalty over here on the wideout. I think he moved early, so illegal procedure there. So he was to be marched back five. So they're going to be at about the 48-yard line, and they've got uh, a second down and eight now from the uh, 48-yard line. Their own 48-yard line. We have uh, 5.05 on a running clock here left in the first half. And it's been a good first half. It's been very competitive. Yeah, a lot of back and forth. It hasn't been lopsided either way. No, it sure hasn't. Okay, ball's near side halves. Again, a high formation in the backfield. Definite running formation. Split to the far side and the near side. And there's a pitch out, and that is to Dixon around the left side. Got running room over there, and he's going to be hit somewhere around the... All about the 46-yard line. So they're going to mark it, I think, at about the 46-yard line. Short of the line of gain, but not by much. I can't see that tackle was by, but it was a good open field tackle on him. It was nice over there, right on the sideline. So the uh, third down and two for the Beavers. So they're back where they were, or third down and two, with 420 on a running clock right now here in the first half. In a very crowded Frank Ferrichetti field. We have people standing all over the place. Okay, so second down and two. I formation again in the backfield. Wingard is under center. Split to far side and near side. Ball far side hash. And there's a handoff to Dixon again. It looks like uh, forward motion might have that first down. Let's see where it depends on where they mark it. Looks like he has it to me yeah. from where I'm sitting. Yep, it's going to be a first down. So another star trucking first down for the Dubois Beavers at the 354 mark. No, they're, they're first downs. They definitely have to earn them. They're not getting them easily. They're getting tackled right at the right at the sticks. Yeah, they are. And uh, so one has to think 
you know, if you're thinking offensively, like I think that we're running the ball, we're running the ball, we're running the ball. Defense is getting very aware of that. They're tightening up. Can we slip somebody deep? You know, I keep having that in the back of my mind. Okay, first down and 10. And there's a handoff again to the second man through. And that is, I believe that is, uh, is that missile? No, I think it was Dixon again, wasn't it? Yep, so he's getting, he's getting a little bit of work here tonight. Second down and eight now as the ball is resting at the 42-yard line of the Rovers. And they're letting make a stop here before the half. We're at three, about 3.07 on the running clock right now. And this would be a big deal for their defense if they could uh, keep them off the board here yeah, before definitely. the half. Yeah. Okay, ball's resting uh, almost near the far side half. It's got a slot formation on both sides this time. So passing formation on a second down and, uh, and eight. And there's a quick throw out to the far oh. side. It's tipped off over his head, over the receiver's head. And, and I saw this actually last night at practice. I, uh, I was up at the Beavers' practice for a little while, and I saw them run that play, and I saw that uh, Trey was having a, a little bit of problem with that throw. Yeah, it looked he, a little high there, but, again, the wide receiver had it, and he couldn't catch it. And, so I, like, I wonder if the ball's a little slick or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, it was a catchable ball, but yeah. as you say, you know, it went in, in his hands and out, and, but it was a little bit high. A throw like that you'd like to put right on his numbers. But uh, if it gets tipped off to a defender, it's usually six, you know. Okay, back to pass, and uh, it's a, a handoff. It didn't look pretty, but Nestle has it. Got the first down and more, but we have a penalty flag on the field. Not sure who that's against. Uh, it may be we've got Quayla who's playing on Voss. I don't know if they have a defensive hold on this or not or whether it's an offensive hold. Don't know. But I think it's going to be one or the other as uh, – Nestle has the first down if uh, if this if this play is good. Let's see what what's happening. The officials are meeting in the center of the field, and let's see what the call is going to be. It's going to be a hold, and it's going to be against Voss. Okay, so it's going to be defense. So that good run, which didn't look good from the very start, did it? Yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, look, when you've been around the game long enough, when you see flags thrown in certain sections, you kind of get an idea uh, of what it what it was. Uh, but, yeah, you don't see him out by the wide receivers too much. No. It's not holding. Well, especially when you realize that that play was all the way on the other side yeah, of the yeah, field. Yeah. Voss yep. is over here, mm-hmm. way on this side, the near side, and absolutely no need to hold anybody. They just, they just run him off. <laughs> yeah, right. No need to hold anybody. So, But that happens. So, But it puts him back now with the third down and 17 on a running clock at 235 here in the first half. Slot both sides again. And uh, I'm looking for him to throw the ball, of course, in this situation. And uh, Ranger is back looking deep. And he's got number seven out there, wide out. And he does not make the catch. Good play, good play. And so uh, that ball is knocked away. And I believe that is Quello, is it not? Yep, yep. So Quello, good job there against number seven. That's uh, Park, Gage Park. He was sophomore, 5'6", 130. So he's one of the little guys yeah. on that team. He did a good job of slowing down to not run through the receiver when the ball was underthrown a little bit there and then got his hands up and uh, thankfully knocked it away. Well, you had a, you had a sophomore against a senior, and uh, you know the senior won that battle. Okay, so punting formation now. He'll hit this punt somewhere around the 40-yard line probably, and uh, back is Basarczyk. He's standing just outside of his 20-yard line waiting for this punt with 2.27 remaining here in the first half. And the punt is high. Pasarchik has a play on it. No, it lets it go. And it's going to bounce, and it's going to die at the about the four-yard line. So Pasarchik lets it go. What? 
or a catch, probably, right? Yeah, he, well, he, <laughs> at the very least. I was watching there. He took it. He put his eyes down because he saw one of the defenders was closing on him, and then when he came back up, the ball kind of shifted. But that's that probably changes the mindset for Broadway now because they're inside the five yard line, probably not looking to want to get that clock running or at least make Dubois use their timeouts. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're going to have to be careful now, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, just two seventeen remaining, and they're down there on about their. Uh, but close to the five yard line. But you know they've been running the ball well, they so have. maybe they can make something happen with it. Maybe they can. Let's see what happens. Okay, uh, they're way down here to our right. Hand off to uh, Quelo, and he's going to be hit almost Quelo, immediately. So I think they're going to mark it pretty much Zach in the same Gallagher place as when we have a second down and and ten from the second eleven about the five yard line. In fact, they they say he lost a little bit, so they're calling it second down and eleven. Again, ball is resting at about the four-yard line. So, And the running clock, 155, and I don't think Brockway's going to be in a big hurry right here. I think they want to get out of this half right now. I'd like to hope. See if they snap the ball here. Okay, let's okay. see. Yeah, let's see what's happening. We've got shotgun formation. Good snap. Looking for a pass. And uh, who do we have? Uh, the catch is made outside the 10-yard line, around the 15-yard line. I'm trying to see if that, that was the, zero, I think. Okay, that's number zero. That is Decker. So yep. Decker is a freshman, 6'4", 215, and he makes the catch. And that gives him a little bit of room back there. So it's a third down and two now. Coelho is to the right side of Fox. Of course, Fox is a left-hander, as you probably know. Slot to the far side. We've got one split to the near side as well. Fox uh, looks like maybe changing the play right now. Let's see what they're going to run. And uh, he's going to hand it off to Quillo, and uh, Quillo gets. Looks like he's, looks like he's got the first down. Yeah, he nice. may be close. Yeah, the only needed was two. They're stopping the clock, so. So the clock is dead at 58 seconds. So, so there's a star trucking first down, and they really needed that to get out of the hole. And so, good job on the run game for uh, for the Rovers. So the clock's running again, uh, 54 on a running clock right now, and so the Rovers not in any great big hurry. They've got a long way to go. As the ball is resting at the 15-yard line, their own 15, as they're moving from the dike to the uh, to the locker rooms. Okay, okay, we have a timeout on the field, and while we have a timeout here, we're going to take a brief timeout. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Sintered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Sintered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. I want to remind you, when we take a timeout, you can take a coffee break if you like. Uh, the, the times out are brought to you by Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. Okay, so first down and 10 from the 15 for Brockway as they move from right to left, 40 Seconds remaining here in the first half and modded at seven. We have a whiteout both directions this time. There's a handoff, and that is Quello on the backfield, and he's going to take it straight ahead. And he's going to get out near the 20-yard line. And we have, I think, uh, another time on the field. 
and that is going to give you another. Well, I guess it's, uh, we're going to keep it here, but uh, I guess if you've, you've got three, you might as well, might as well not take any in the locker room, right? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's different being up here than it is being down on the field because I know Jake in the back of his mind yeah. is and they're thinking, hey, we can move the ball on these guys. Let's try something. But, you know, you haven't made any mistakes yet. You'd hate to do something this close to half. Well, yeah, so I don't think they're bad times out because i i think you settle your guys down and say okay we just want to get out of this half so just let's not make any mistakes just calm down you're doing great you know that kind of thing so that's probably what's going on but again as you say it is different up here yeah i'd probably do that when there's about two seconds left in the play clock and not not 30 because you've been you've been down there as a head coach too you know and so have i so uh you know it is different when you have to make that call down there it's a lot easier for us to, you know, to say things up here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 31 seconds remaining here in the first half. Second down and six from the 19-yard line. Rovers have it, moving from her right to her left. Ball's in the middle of the field. Fox back to pass, looking way downfield. Got a man, not open, and the ball's going to be picked off down there. A great catch by Dixon. Great catch there by the defender who was right there with the receiver. The receiver was... Uh, I believe that was number nine, was it not? Uh, I think that was Crawford, yep. And uh, Dixon just took it away from him out there, and so it's going to be Beaver ball, and it's going to be right at the 40-yard line. They're going to mark it right at the 40-yard line, but we only have 23 seconds. So, okay, Coach, you're down the sidelines. You've got uh, 23 seconds left. It's tied up. You're at your own 40. So there you go. I mean, I'm yelling to the defensive backs, don't get beat deep. <laughs> well, we can come up and play it, but don't give anything deep, especially to that coer kid who's he's, he's fast. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay, but, well, they have a trip, they're in a passing formation, so they're, but the handoff is going to be uh, – it's interesting, that's Nestle, and he's got running room inside the 50, outside the 50 to the 30 and uh, going to be knocked down at about the 32-yard line. So that's an interesting play because the quarterback hands it off to Nestle, and he leads the blocking. Did you see that? The quarterback does. Yes. <laughs> so he's right next to him, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. I've never seen that. You know, as a quarterback, I want to hand it to the running back and then get off the field. Yeah. Or, or, or I want to fake it to the running back and get behind him. <laughs> yeah, right. So but it's an interesting play. And so uh, that is uh, another yeah. uh, star trucking first down. And with 11 seconds left, I mean, and the ball resting at the 35-yard line, just inside the 35, there is an opportunity here. Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, they'll just go ahead and air it out, I think, and, and see and, if your guys can yeah. stop their guys. And this is you know, this is kind of what I was saying before. I mean, yeah, the Crawford kid could have easily caught the ball, and then we're saying what a great what a great call. But here calling a timeout, you know, when there's 20 seconds left on the clock. Uh, but, you know, I, I and I'm not the coach. Maybe maybe seven to seven at halftime isn't what I want. Maybe I want to try and, and get up on them and really get their heads down. But now you now you got to fight to get off the field. Still at seven seven. Yeah, there's you can think both ways. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, are we going to be happy with a seven seven or? We thankfully, take we're not responsible. For yeah, that, yeah. Thankfully, we just report it as it happens. Oh, there's movement that'll cost them five. So I'll take them back to uh, just inside the four yard line. So false start. We have 11.4 seconds remaining here in the first half. It is seven to seven. Cor didn't get the uh, he didn't get the memo. That. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get the memo, right? <laughs> well, when you're playing wide out, you know it should be relatively easy to kind of look in there and. Well, and you, you wonder with him if he had a route that he was supposed to score on that play. He was just well, so excited maybe, that he forgot the count. Yeah, maybe he was uh, seeing that dream that oh, I'm the <laughs> yeah, I'm the big dude here in this in this situation. So. 
Uh, okay, Coelho's out there as well, so they got speed on the on the slot, man. We got a double slot this time. So uh, it'd be a passing situation for sure. He's back to pass. His winger looking downfield. Long pass downfield, and let's see what happens. Uh, and it was intercepted by Matty Brubaker at the 10-yard line. Still on his feet. Ooh, and uh, he's still on his feet, and he's going to be mobbed there somewhere around the uh, 25-yard line. So uh, that is the end of the first half, and we are nodded at 7 between the Brockway Rovers and the Dubois Beavers. And we'll be back with our halftime show right after these messages. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. The Great American Road Trip is on at Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's. New inventory is here with more arriving daily. We've got hundreds of vehicles and thousands in savings, all to get you on your own summer road trips for less. Plus, every vehicle we sell or lease is backed by the Spitzer Shield, featuring a lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited miles, bumper-to-bumper protection on Spitzer certified vehicles, and a $1,000 price match guarantee. Plus, get more miles of worry-free driving with complimentary first year scheduled maintenance it's the peak season for summer vacations and weekend road trips so grab life by the wheel and hit the road hurry in today for our special incentives you'll find super summer savings on every new and pre-owned vehicle in our inventory at spitzer dubois and st mary's you can buy your car anytime with spitzer speed pass at spitzer.com at spitzer our world revolves must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty affected anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport and Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back at Frank Barrichetti Field, and you're just joining us. Shame on you. Where were you before? You're probably here at the game because everybody else is here. Yeah. You know, it looks like the entire town of Brockway might be here. But this is, a, this is great for high school football because that's, the, that's real football. I mean, even the pros, I had the chance this past week to uh, – to, uh, to talk with Bob White down there at State College, you know, and he said it's just, uh, of course, he played back in the 80s and played for Paterno and uh, was captain of the uh, 82 national championship team. And Bob said, you know, what bothers him, he tries to stay out of it, but he said that it's just too, it's too commercial. It's become too commercial at that level, you know, at that Division One level. And uh, so, but here's the pure level right here, you know, when, when you see a high school football game. And, of course, you were, you were head coach in a place that was kind of rural, would you say? Would that be an accurate description of Renovo? Yeah, I guess you could say it's probably accurate. There's probably uh, more people in the school at Brockwood than there was in the whole town of Renovo. (laughs) Come on, it wasn't that. There was, you know, we say there was there was 44 boys in the high school total. 44 boys. So 
of that, you would try and field a football team. Wow, yeah, that, that is a tough job. And I know you, what, two years you were head coach there? And was it two years? or Two or three? Two or three, I, I can't even remember. It just seemed like 10. Well, but, it wasn't that long. You think I could remember? We'll say we'll say two. Yeah, it wasn't all that long ago. But, uh, of course, you were here as a defensive coach back, you know, several years before that. So, yeah. and that's where you and I met. And uh, so your perspective, having more been more recently on the sideline than myself as a head coach, uh, you know, you're as you were saying, your perspective up here is somewhat different. And so, but you're always trying to figure out the strategy, you know, what, what would you do in a, in a like situation mm-hmm. that, that always goes through your mind, you know? And, uh, but as you said, we're not down there, so we're not responsible for, you know, yeah. for what happens down there. We just tell you about what happens down there. You know, I was talking to a couple of the coaches before the game for Brockway. And, and I said, of all the places I've coached at, this is my favorite because you have kids who can do what you want them to do. They buy into what you want them to do. You have coaches who want to put in the time and the effort to really be good at the game. You know, here the scores tied seven all, and Brockway has looked good, but they didn't look good just because they decided to come out and play. This started at the end of last year when your seniors now said, we want something different. We had a, a, you know, a sour taste in our mouth from how the season ended. They were in the weight room. They got the younger kids in. The coaches gave their time and effort to that. It's it's not in the community, you know. The, at least from what I know, the parents don't get in the way of that. They they buy into it. So there's there's total buy in here, and it's just the atmosphere tonight shows that it's so great. Well, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And you know, when I would work with kids individually in, in the training, and I would ask them the question, uh, "Okay, you want me to help you? Uh, how good do you want to be?" And then look at their eyes. And if they've got that look in their eye, like, "Yeah, I want to really be good," that's the kids you can work with. But if they don't really care that much, that that's difficult. You know, it's really difficult. And so there is a culture. You know, there is an atmosphere, and uh, and they've you know they've had it here, and I think it's getting better. You can see that uh, reflected, I think, in the junior high program because that's your feeder program, obviously. And you see, uh, they had a great season in junior high last year. They weren't beaten by anybody, and now you see several of their players starting on the varsity that played on that junior high team last year. And so winning is kind of contagious, just like losing is. And you know that starts at the head coaching level and Jake is just he's such a high energy coach and it benefits him he played played ball at Clarion and he got to see how it was done at the next level uh he, he's he took things that he thought worked maybe left things that he doesn't think work and he comes out here and he's but he's young enough that he can relate to the players so yeah that's right yeah there there is uh you know there's that element of it I I think it's it's good to have the, the guy with the white hair around a little bit you know just to kind of <laughs> step in when they have to and say, uh, you know, you may have missed this, but, you know, yeah. so uh, so that's always helpful. Uh, well, as I said, at halftime, I was first 7-7. Seven, seven. I, I do want to remind you who our sponsors are, because without them, you don't get to hear this broadcast. Uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero, Truck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, uh, Freeman Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Last Town Pizza, Delillo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Barachetti Holdings, LP, Creekside Auto, and Tire. So we appreciate them uh, very much. And remember those who are responsible for the special aspects, too, uh, NDL Accounting Services for one cost. And we want to uh, make sure we we mention them, even though tonight we we did kind of miss that point toss, but we... Uh, we caught up with it after a while. Anyway, uh, our first downs, the first down, the first downs brought to you by Stark Parking and Reynolds, uh, Reynoldsville, now hiring for all positions. 
AppliedStarTrucking.com. Our play of the game, the play of the game is brought to you by Insano and the Little Law Attorneys at Law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. Drive of the game, the drive of the game is brought to you by uh, Fran Relic Sales and Service, the home of the uh, 12 month, 12,000 mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean used vehicles. Sack of game, we haven't had one of those yet, Derek, but no. the sack of the game is brought to you by Broadway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. Halftime show. Uh, the halftime show is brought to you by Rogas Auto Sales. You, you uh, your go-to used car dealer in Broadway. Bad credit, no problem. They service and detail too. Rogas Auto Sales. Our coin toss brought to you by NDL Accounting Services. We mentioned that to you. Don't leave your financial future up to chance. And then our times out, time out. Uh, coffee break by your Sunrise Coffee Broadway featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Broadway. So all of those folks. We thank you very much. And, of course, when we get to the end of the game, we will have a player of the game. And uh, our player of the game, this uh, particular go-around this year, is sponsored really by two uh, two folks. We mentioned them, uh, and, uh, and Santa and Malolo, LLP attorneys, and Spencer Auto Sales in Dubois and St. Mary's. So we will bring that to you later on and we figure out who that is going to be. But right now, everything is kind of evened up, isn't it? I mean, uh, drives are kind of, except for that one long pass play for a touchdown, it's been just back and forth, a lot of running, mm-hmm. which, yeah. uh, and you've got two teams that can throw the ball, but uh, most of tonight in the first half has been a running game. It's probably not what you would expect when you think of typical Dubois-Brockway offense. A lot of running, uh, and you know, a staple of Brockway's past has been screens, and I, I don't think I've seen any screens today, but I would expect that you know, the wideouts, probably their DBs for Dubois match up pretty well. So I would throw that out. But I would like to see a couple running back screens because the D-line and linebackers are coming fast up the field. I, I would like to see a middle screen or something with a, with a running back. Well, what we did see, of course, uh, since uh, both teams, uh, especially Brockway, it, it seems almost like an aberration that they're running with a tight end. And a freshman at that, but he's a big freshman. At 6'4", 215 pounds. But they are aware that uh, when you get linebackers hard charging, that tight end can slip into the seam and be open. We saw a little bit of that happen tonight. And so keep that in mind because uh, it's not something you run a lot, but you wait for your chance to run that. And when you do, it's usually successful. I mean, uh, when you when you watch the uh, Division One, or you watch the pro ranks and you see how tight ends factor into an offense, and we know, you know a year ago, Division one, fifty thousand yards uh, by tight ends, you know, Division one. So it is a very important position, and they have the right kind of kid this year because you got the kid that's six four, you got a kid that weighs six hundred fifteen pounds, so he can block uh, as well as go out and catch a pass. He's got decent speed too, and he's only a freshman. So when you think about that, you say, hey. But one thing that we haven't seen either very much with the spread offense is that that the Beavers have. Uh, Played eye formation with the quarterback under center a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that maybe their thought was kind of well, they wanted to come out and push Brockway around and see if they could do that, and they've done. You know, they haven't shoved them around; they've moved the ball consistently. So I feel like they maybe achieved their goal, but um, it'll be interesting to see how Brockway comes out in the second half if if they come back out and still play with that same intensity because they're going to have to, or Dubois is just going to continue to do that. Well, yeah, the, the the big key of the game probably is the whole idea that 
when you get in there at halftime, and you know what it's like, what adjustments do we need to make, make in order to be more successful? Mm-hmm. And so which team is going to do a better job in doing that? We'll be able to see changes when they come out, you know, in that second half. Uh, what little adjustments have been made? And uh, so we, we leave that to those people. You've been in that situation, too, at halftime where you have to try to fix things. Uh, you know, if a team is running one place pretty successfully, okay, what do we do about that? How do we adjust the defense? Uh, from the uh, defensive side of the ball then is, uh, or the offensive side of the ball is, okay, they made that adjustment, so what adjustment do we make? You know, so it's a chess game, you know, all the way around. Now, if your players are remarkably better than their players, it really doesn't matter too much about strategy. I mean, you just go out and push them around, right? Uh, and uh, and you know that feeling, too, that uh, you, you're so outmatched that it's very difficult to you, know, you make the adjustments, the proper ones, but then the kids have to actually do it. Yeah, I think there's there's when you talk about being better than somebody, there's just being physically and athletically better and then technique-wise better. And, and if you look at, again, Brockway's done a great job of off-season workouts. They, they run fast-paced offense. They're, they're in good, good condition. Dubois just has bigger dudes. And more fast kids across their roster. Like you feel like any wide receiver could catch that. However, Brockway has really good coaches, just like Dubois does, and their technique, I think, is keeping them in this game. They're not getting pushed around because they have good technique. Yeah, see, that's that's a very good point because it's so it is so absolutely true. If the guys on the other side of the team are much bigger, perhaps even better athletes, your skill level will can change a lot of that, a lot of the outcome. And I think that is, uh, that is absolutely so true. So when you can put both together, when you, have the, when you have the kids and their skill level is high, now that's where you want to be. And so I think Broadway's working toward that end, and I think they've done a good job to, to, to get them uh, into, the, into the right mindset to work in the offseason. This is where you learn. I know uh, the uh, – uh, Trey Werner, the quarterback, the sophomore quarterback from uh, Dubois, I know that he was one that went to the uh, you know to the camps, to the Manning camps, and so at those places where they're geared toward quarterbacks only, they are learning the techniques that they need to learn to be a successful quarterback, and you can see that uh, in the young quarterback that he's trying to put these things into practice. Uh, will he improve tremendously over the next two years? Oh yeah, obviously. Now on the other side of the ball, you know, got a good quarterback on that side as well. And so, uh, but tonight, it's been more of what's happening in the trenches. We don't give those guys enough credit that uh, you're not going to be able to run your offense so those guys up front aren't doing their job. So we have to give them some credit, too. All right, yeah, when you think about, you know, I was, I was actually thinking about this as, as halftime came around. It's like so often we look at the player of the game as the person who caught that long touchdown or threw for all these yards, but behind every – run whether it's a positive or you know a positive two-yard game positive touchdown a long pass there's five linemen blocking and hopefully they're all blocking in unison but you know what i've noticed we were talking about the sack of the game there was no sacks defensively for Brockwood, but i'm fairly certain there was no actual sacks the other way around i mean fox fell on the ball but it wasn't like he dropped back and they sacked him i didn't at least i didn't see anything like that yeah and so that's got a lot to say for the offensive linemen today doing their job so that the other people can do their job and so it's so true well the bands have been playing and you can probably hear that uh, over our talking here tonight and so uh it, we've got about uh about 548 before the uh, second half kickoff remember our score is seven to seven how this thing will turn out in the second half the second half will determine 
which team wins this one and uh, what adjustments have been made. We'll, uh, we'll determine that as well, and we'll be anxious to see that. So in the meantime, uh, you go and have a cup of that gourmet coffee, and uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in two minutes with more halftime. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and back trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear, for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance, any important occasion, look your best. With the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop. Including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress. All the accessories, like shoes. And shirts, suspenders. Dry cleaning and alterations, too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatment and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in Western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Rockway Football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Uh, both teams uh, coming out on the field right now for the uh, second half. So uh, please stick around because it's just half that's going to determine uh, who wins and who loses this uh, football game. And right now we're knotted at seven. And the uh, the Brockway Rovers single-A school have acquitted themselves extremely well in the first half against a quad-A school from, uh, from Dubois. And uh, so uh, they've still got a lot of fight the dog over here, the, uh, the Rovers. And uh, so we'll uh, we'll see how things turn out here in the in the second half. Remember, next week we're back here at Frank Barrett Field. Countersport is coming to town. I have no report on them yet, but we'll get some uh, information at some point from uh, from Coach Heigel. Uh, remember, we are doing interviews with Coach Heigel every every Friday, and so uh, you uh, look for that. He gives a lot of insight into the team they are playing and uh, their preparation and, and all of those uh, kinds of things. So I hope you'll tune in uh, to that. So we're about uh, two minutes away here in, uh, for the uh, second half kickoff. And uh, so, Coach, if there's uh, – I have to call your coach, you know, that kind of takes you back to those good old days. But uh, if you can uh, – if you could place yourself – uh, in that locker room at halftime as coach of the Rockway Rovers. What is the first thing that you want to tell them at halftime? Well, I'd remind them, score 7-7, seven, seven, so it's 0-0. Zero, zero. And um, 
if I was Jake, I mean, Jake is always really good at getting his guys up, but I point out that, you know, we made a lot of mistakes and, um, and really other than giving up that big pass down, uh, down the sideline to Koa at the, at the beginning of the first quarter, there's been no points. And really, you know, Dubois really hasn't even been in the red zone. So, uh, they're doing well. And it's just, it's a, Hey, if we clean up these things that we did wrong and, and the score was seven to seven, we come out the second half and do those things right. Game's ours. Yeah. I, I guess you say, Hey guys, you realize that you can play with these guys. Yeah. You know, they get that in their head that, you know what, we can play with them. Uh, and I think that's sometimes the biggest thing to get into their brain that you are quite capable of playing on that level. And the first half should have proved that to them. You know, that, hey, you guys can play with these guys. And so, uh, okay, so let's go to the opposite the opposite locker room. And you're T.J. Winger. What are you talking about? We're moving the football on them. Uh, we're, we're moving it consistently, but we're making mistakes. We're having some penalties where we don't need them. We're not finishing plays. Um, we're better than these guys. Let's come out the second half and prove it. We, we need to do a couple more things right, but and I think maybe he's banking on the second half. They're going to have more steam than Brockway. Yeah, I, I think he's probably uh, has the attitude that, hey, you know what, guys? We are a quad A program here. You know, you're playing a single A school. You should be better, you know, and uh, I'm sure that kind of, uh, if it's not verbally, announced uh, perhaps that's the, the mindset you know that they're thinking about that at least that uh, we, we should be we should be leading this game we should not be tied with a single in school and so the credit really goes to uh, you know the job that's being done here at Rockway and the fact that I think that they they have uh, you know a good approach to what they're doing with the offseason stuff and then with practices and all that and it filters down to the junior high mm-hmm. and so uh, you you need a good feeder group coming up kids that have the same ideology that hey you know it takes work it, it, it takes technique. It takes learning the little details of the game that so many coaches forget about. You know, you need to do those things. Okay, well. Yeah. The junior high sees there's an expectation to do these things at the higher level. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Rockville will be kicking off. They've been kicking from our right to our left here in the third period. They're getting ready to do that. We do have a freshman uh, kicker out there. I'm not sure if he's a soccer player or not because I haven't. You know, I often yeah, ask somebody. The way he kicks, he doesn't look like at least that he's a fluid, maybe you know, a fluid soccer player. Yeah, it kind of looks that way to me as well. Uh, doesn't seem to be hitting the mark quite as hard as a soccer player would, but he's doing the job. I mean, he's kicking it certainly plenty far mm-hmm. enough, and uh, he's done a good job tonight doing that. So let's see what this kickoff will be like. And that is uh, Seth Wilmoth. Uh, he is the uh, – I'm sorry, I've got the wrong shit here. Uh, for the Brockway Rovers, it's Caleb Doctor. He's the freshman. <laughs> hopefully, and, hopefully his parents don't tell me that he does play soccer. I apologize if he does. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Well, that ball went down to the three yard line. That was a dandy kickoff. Really nice. Ooh. Uh, ball carrier. Yes, I believe number seven. I think that's Clark, and he will get out to about the thirty-three yard line. And so the Blue Boys Beavers will start there. This is their first offensive series here in the uh, second half. Just joining us at 7-7 seven to seven from Frank Pereira Shetty Field on just a perfect night for football. You know, you would you would expect that with a quad A team, they would have a better special teams. And it just, you know, the Brockway's special teams is doing a good job not letting them break that one. 
you are absolutely right. Okay, so let's see what we have. We have a kind of a pistol formation with a uh, actually two sidecars at this point. Going to go off the right oh, side. Ball's on the ground. And I think uh, Brockway may have it. And they do. And so they have it at the 30-yard line. So there was a lot of, it looked like a lot of confusion that time in the backfield on the part of the uh, the Beavers. That was not well executed. And the ball hit the ground, and, and the Rovers came up with it, and they will have the big break just like the Beavers got in the uh, in the first period. It seemed like the running back had trouble, whether his eyes were up or collecting the football because it was moving around quite a bit, and yeah, he got a big hit by the D lineman. Yeah, you see what they were trying to do. They had two lead blockers, uh, and, uh, you know, there was, you know, things just seemed to be messed up from the very beginning there. Okay, first down and 10 for the 31-yard line of the Beavers. Rovers have it. Quelo off the right side. And uh, I'll tell you, he's not a big kid, but he's a, he's a strong kid. You know, and he's good at getting strength. behind his line. He is. He hides behind him, but he's not real tall. You know, Quelo uh, comes uh, you know, comes into this game. Of course, he's wearing number two at 5'9", 180. I don't know about the 180 part. I'm, <laughs> he I'm runs not, like he's 180. I'm, I'm not sure about the 19 part or the 59 part either. Uh, but he's a great kid. I really like him a lot, uh, and uh, he'll give you everything he's got. Uh, he's on the left side of Fox right now, and we've got a slot to the near side, a wing to the far side. And there's a quick pass out there, and that's in and out of the hands of Pasarchik, but not a bad play at all. He was open, it just went in and out of his hands. Mm-hmm. But like we were saying, they haven't thrown the ball a whole lot, so you kind of get like on a lull, and you're you're not in the zone like you are if you're getting the ball five or six times in a quarter. That's true. Okay, so it's really a third down at eight now from the twenty-nine, and this is this is a, an opportunity you do not do not want to squander if you're uh, no. if you're Brockway. You got to at least at least get half here. Yeah, split to the far side. Ball's near side hash or near it anyway. Split to the near side as well. That's Pasarchik over here near, near side. And there's a fake handoff to Quillo. And Fox is going to try and run the ball. He never does that or usually does not. And uh, I I have to say I don't completely understand that play. But I don't know whether it was a busted play or not. But it looked like it was planned that way. Fox will get inside the 30 at about the 29-yard line, I think. It doesn't but, feel like he really gained anything. But that's that was strange. He faked the ball to, uh, to Quillo, and they kept it himself. And it came to the near side, so that looked like it was uh, bound for defeat from the very beginning, and they're calling it no gain. And we got a fourth down and eight from the 29-yard line. And as I said, you don't want to squander this opportunity. Okay, we've got uh, slot to the far side, one foot near side. That's uh, Pisarchik back to passes Fox. Got a man uh, that was open, uh, and that was uh, Matthew Brubaker. But that I'm not sure where Fox was throwing that ball. Brubaker was open, but it was wide to his uh, far side and so there was remember that series we'll remember yeah. that series because that they had a tremendous break early on and so the uh, the beavers bit the bullet that time and so they'll have the ball back at uh, their own 29 yard line yeah it's almost like he was expecting either rubaker or the outside wide receiver to run a different route or a hook or something yeah i, I don't know if he was planning on rubaker rolling back out he rubaker got in the zone and and sat down on it and uh, but uh, the ball was thrown wide of him, wasn't even close. Okay, we got trips to the near side, balls near side hash, one split to the far side. There's a handoff again that uh, is Nestle, and he's down or out to the 35 yard line. So that'll bring up a second down at about, oh, let's call it five or a long four for the uh, New Boys Beavers. But yeah, I'll tell you, coaches don't 
want to squander in a game like this. You do not want to squander a fumble away, especially when you get it deep into the opponent's territory. So yeah, yeah. That one hopefully will not come back to bite the uh, bite the Rovers. Okay, so we've got a second down, and uh, let's call it four from the 35-yard line. Beavers are moving from our left to our right. Winger is back there. He's got the uh, nestled to his right side, and he'll get the handoff, and he's coming to the near side, and he has some running room. He knocked out of bounds right at the 43-yard line. So you're going to mark it at the 43-yard line, and uh, that's going to be a star trucking first down. So they've got the first down. They will move the sticks first first down of the second half. Another Brubaker that time, Andrew, had a pretty big hit on the sideline. Yeah, Andrew uh, – they're going, to, they're going to miss those two guys. They'll be yeah. leaving at the end of this uh, this coming year, of course, through graduation. They've been here a while. First down and 10. Ball's at the 43 of the Dubois Beavers as they're moving from our left to our right. Trips to the far side. Boss has not been in the action yet, so let's see what happens. Oh, this is a direct snap this time to number five. He's still on his feet, and he's got running room inside the 40-yard line. And uh, Landon uh, Schrock is a senior, 5'9", 175. He was in there as a, as a renegade quarterback, and uh, what a good play that was. He's got, uh, he's got the legs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've called, called his name tonight. Uh, we have not. No, it's the first time. So that was kind of a surprise. We just took for granted. I didn't even yeah. take a close look in the backfield because uh, Trey – has gone all the way, but now Schrock is in there, and he is at uh, the quarterback position to his left. I think that was Nestle to his left. We've got those trips to the near side, and there's a handoff, and that is to uh, Nestle, and he will get down to the 35-yard line. So right now uh, the Beavers uh, are saying to the Rovers' defensive line, hey, you know, we're going to run this thing right at you. Try and stop us. Yes, try and stop us. And so far they haven't been able to do it here in the second half. We're 9.22 on a running clock, 77 our score. The Beavers and the Rovers. Dixon is back there in the backfield, and I believe that's still Schrock back there, quarterback number five. Trips to the far side, one split near side. There's a handoff to Dixon off the left side, and uh, he has nowhere to go over there. I mean, absolutely nowhere as he is taken down by two defensive uh, players, and there's a flag. I wouldn't be surprised if some words were said over there. <laughs> this is probably a, a unsportsmanlike call would be my guess because it came after the play was over. Looks like Dubois is walking backwards. So Dubois is walking backwards, so they may have... Uh, and, you know, for Dubois, I'm sure it's frustrating for them because yes. if the coach is on them at 7-7 and, and this is happening, these, these kids... Even the kids are not expecting this. Yeah, I mean, because, like I said, you're a quad-A school, you're playing single-A school. You expect to win, and not only win, but win big. Mm-hmm. And so right now, it is uh, it is definitely a battle. Okay, well, I, oh, it's against Brock. Yeah, I, I thought it looked like it was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say anything because I didn't get the call, but it looked like it was against Brock over there. One of, one of the guys who made the tackle, I'm not sure who it was. but Maybe he was reminding them, hey, we're a single 18. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who we are? Uh, okay. It's kind of like Aaron Aaron Rodgers who uh, was playing against a rookie, and the rookie kind of pushed him, you know, and uh, Rodgers, uh, you know, said, do you know who I am? Show some respect. And the uh, rookie said, no, I know who you are. And said, well, I don't know who you are either. <laughs> okay, first down, the easy way. That's uh, another uh, – Star trucking first down. 
It is a first down and 10 from the 22 of the Rovers now by virtue of that 15-yard penalty. And uh, here's Schrock going to run the ball, and he's got some running room, and he is down inside the 15-yard line at about the uh, 12-yard line. And so uh, that's a surprise. I mean, the Schrock is a surprise. You know, he, He's got good legs, and uh, they, they found something They found something to do there. Well, you know, he's listed as a running back, so if they're yep. not thinking they're going to throw the ball, then bring in somebody. I mean, the, the winger kid's a good running quarterback too but maybe they just figure we'll put two running backs in the game and we'll keep running until they stop us yeah so they they would rather not run the uh you know run the sophomore they they've got uh Schrock in there as a senior and he's not he's 5'9 175 he's not a little kid okay let's see who we have back there now looks like okay it looks like what we do have is we have a, a timeout we have some new numbers back there Number 18 was back there as well. Okay, we have a timeout on the field. We're going to take a timeout. We'll be back with more action in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RVIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968 the home of brockway rovers football is sunny 106 okay we're back and we have eight minutes remaining in the third period seven to seven is our score but uh the beavers are moving it's a second down and one from the rovers 13 yard line and uh in the last this past series the uh the beavers have been able to run the football they have shock in their quarterback he's a running back really he's got good legs and he's got uh, Nestles back there also with him. So they look like they just want to run the ball right now. Ball's on the ground and picked up by number, look like Nissel. And so Nissel picks up the ball. He uh, will run with it. And it's going to bring up a, let's see, a third down. We're a third down about one. Looks like third down and one. And we are right at the 13-yard line. So third down and one at the 13-yard line for the uh, for the Beavers. And as uh, Jared and I have been discussing, it looks like the Beavers came out here in the second half and decided they're just going to run and run and run with those big guys up front and wear down the uh, the Rovers. Yeah. Okay, third down and one from the 13. Beavers are up the line of scrimmage. Schrock is back there at that quarterback position calling signals. He is really a running back, but uh, he is playing that quarterback position right now. He's got a side to the left, got a running back on the back with him, and we have got uh, a flag. And it's going to go against the the Beavers. False start. They'll take them back five. Well, you know where. Looks like looks like the center didn't get the memo on that one. Yeah, when you get where you are, this is the place where you don't want to make mistakes. Yeah. Or, you know, you don't want to be moved back when you've worked so hard to get where you are. But that brings up a third down and six now from the 18-yard line with 17 remaining here in the uh, in the foot in the third quarter. Beavers moving from our left to our right. They've got a running back playing quarterback right now. That's Rock. Okay, we've got motion now. Jet motion to the far side. So we've got a slot now to the far side. Schrock with a pitch out there to Nessel. Going to the left side. He's got running room over there. Ooh, trying to head for the flag. So he dies for the flag. Does not make it, I don't believe. I think he's shy by at least a yard there. So 
And that's going to bring up a fourth down, and it looks to be about one for the first down. Now, I know that you would punt in this situation, but, you know. But. <laughs> But that's you, you know. <laughs> okay. Not everybody uh, thinks outside the box like me. <laughs> Fourth down and two from the 14-yard line. The Beavers, big play here for the defense. Fourth down and two. I don't two. think he got it. I don't think he got it. And oh. I think they, uh, the Rockway defense came to play, and I believe they have got the stop, and you are right, so. A first down for the uh, Rockway Beavers as Rockway. That that's a big point of encouragement right there, is it not? <laughs> for, the, for the Rovers, should have punted it. <laughs> well, see, that's what you know. That's why I, I said to you, I said, you know, you you're the smart guy. You, you punt, punting situation, you would okay. <laughs> okay, six twenty-six remaining in the third period. First and ten from the fourteen. Rockway Rovers have the ball, moving from the crick to the. Uh, Concession stand. Okay, got a slot to the near side. And there's a handoff to uh, Quelo. And he doesn't get much. Uh, in fact, he may, have got, he may have lost yards. Let's see where they mark the football. They're down here. The, the way they've arranged these uh, press boxes, I'm right here at the corner here. And they've just great big. <laughs> they did that intentionally. They, they, wanted you to look. They, they knew I had to try and look around this big beam right here, you know. Uh, anyway. Six minutes on a running clock here in the third period. Still 7-7 in this really good football game. Back and forth. Heavers uh, doing a good job on the ground. Rockway doing a good job. Okay, here comes Fox. Tipped away and caught at the 20-yard line. That's Masarczyk still on his feet to the 30-yard line. And that will be uh, – that's one of those miracle plays. And that will be a star turkey first down that was tipped away by – a Dubois defender, oh, and I, I think that was uh, Kroger who tipped it away, and Pisarczyk was smart to, to get that tip ball and uh, make a first down about it, so sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, I guess, and that's what happened on that play, so the ball's now at the 30-yard line, so the, the uh, Rovers have some, some breathing room now, as we have a slot to the, or a split to the far side, and a split to the near side, Quello's back there on the left side of Fox, and there's a, oh, a handoff to Quello, and then a handoff from Quello to is that like Crawford? Crawford, number nine? Yeah, Crawford. And so uh, Crawford is in the mix there. And that's one of those dangerous plays I was talking about where Quello has to kind of do a little toss pass to that uh, guy coming off the wing. And uh, they've had some issues with that. I, I would hold my breath as an offensive coordinator every time I call that play. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we have a second down and seven now from the 33-yard line. Rovers in their territory. 4.48 on a running clock right now in the third period. Officials timeout, it looks like, for something here. 18's coming off the field. Who's that? That's it's Nestle. Nestle. You got Bryson Delaney coming on. So 18 replaced by 17. Okay, so we're ready to go here now. It's been an equipment issue, I believe. Rockray Rovers. Fellow still back there, and he's going to get the handoff off the right side, still on his feet. He's inside or outside the 35-yard line to the 36-yard line. Still well short of the line of gain. So this big third down, big play for the uh, Rovers. Make it third and fourth for the Rovers. 
Well, uh, uh, Jared, you, you as a Penn State graduate uh, must be looking forward to tomorrow evening as the Penn State Nittany Lions take on the West Virginia team. And uh, we'll see just how good the uh, Penn State Nittany Lions are this year. Back to pass is Fox. Looking downfield. Got a man open. Ah. And the uh, defender was right there. The great defensive play by number 17, and that is uh, Delaney. And the pass intended for, if I get the number there, if you, can you see that number? His number four was the oh, okay, that's, uh, receiver. Okay, number four, that's uh, Brubaker. Brubaker, Matty. Yep. And uh, good job defensively, I have mm-hmm. to say. That pass is right on the money, but good fought, uh, good pass, uh, a good defensive play there. Okay, it is a uh, fourth down now and four, so punting situation with 36-yard line with 4.02 remaining here. And the punt is away, and... It's going to hit the field at about the 35-yard line and a good bounce there back to the inside the 25-yard line to about the about the 24-yard line. So the Beavers will start their offensive series at the 24-yard line. And so the, uh, the Rovers, uh, kind of good for the Rovers because they were really tight back against their, their end zone there after the Beavers were unable to uh, to score on a fourth down. And so uh, they're, they're fortunate to be where they are right now, I think. Yeah, they got a little bit of breathing room, and then they, they had a pretty nice punt, nice airtime on it, and then it got a really good bounce, a good roll. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like watching Brockway. I feel like when they lost Carlson, they don't have that explosive, you can score any play, and you almost kind of feel like Dubois. You almost hold your breath every time Dubois runs a play. Yes, that, that's true. Let's see, uh, in the backfield, I'm trying to see. Uh, Number five, that's the. Uh, that's still Strzok back there. Yeah. There's going to be a handoff. I think that is, is that Nissel? Yes, that's Nissel. He'll pick up just a, a couple on that play. Maybe not even a couple, maybe one, if that. So good job by the uh, by the defense for the uh, for the Rovers. And they play, they play pretty steady defense all night long. They've uh, played you know, very well, I think. It's nice. You know, again, we talks about the conditioning at the beginning of the year. The D-line is part of the O-line. And they've gone at a pretty fast pace with the quad A team, and they've been able to hold up with you know no injuries or guys yeah, having to come yeah. out. That's a good point because with a with a single A school, I mean a lot of guys are playing both ways here. So uh, we have to recognize that fact. Very true. Here's a pass out to the sideline, way over the intended wow. receiver. Yeah. As he was coming toward the ball, and as I said before, uh, that was a play they were having difficulty with in practice because if you're the quarterback, you have to uh, to arrange for that guy moving toward you, which is not always. The case, in fact, it usually is not the case where a receiver is moving right at you. And so you cannot release so high. And uh, that's what's happening. They're releasing the ball too high. So there's another overthrow on that same play. It's interesting that he's not the quarterback. It almost makes you wonder if something's wrong with Winger because yeah, you know, why because, would you have a running back throw the ball? Like yeah, that? that's right. He's a backup quarterback, obviously, but, you know, he doesn't get many reps back there. Okay, so he's got the ball right now. He's going to run with it, and he's going to be hit. And, and right now, you know, there's not a whole lot that Brock was able to do. Their best play in that last series was the 15-yard penalty. Yeah. So right now the, uh, the Rovers are doing a good job defensively. So it's a fourth down and uh, 10 yards to go. So nothing was gained that way. In fact, it's more than 10. It's 11 yards to go and uh, from their own 23-yard line. So the Rovers should have good field position here as uh, Chris Archik's back there just uh, inside his 50-yard line. So they should get good field position out of this. And I, I hope Pisarczyk uh, is able to feel this. I'd like to see him kind of get a chance to run. But it's very high, so it's going to be difficult to run this one back short also. So he's going to bounce around. Pisarczyk will get out of the way of it. It's going to bounce dead at the shy of the 40-yard line, about the 39-yard line. So the Rovers will have you know decent field position. 
to see what they can do with uh, 217 remaining here. What you can kind of see with Brockway is as the game progresses and Dubois doesn't take control, they get more confidence. That is and true. You, see, you saw it that last drive. Defensively, they stepped it up. And, and as this game gets closer to the end, Brockway's like, hey, we've, we've got a chance to win this. That is very true. But you're, and, and whether they can pull off that big trade without Wingard in there <laughs> is another question. I mean, he's their long ball thrower. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that is a big thing. Absolutely. Okay, first down and 10 for the Rovers, moving right to left from their own 39-yard line. And here's the handoff to Quayle, looking to get outside to the far side, and he's juking around until he gets the first down. So he's got he's got the uh, first down for the Rovers. That's another star trucking first down. And you can see what you were saying earlier. He tried to, tries to find those blockers, stays behind them, and then makes a quick cut away from them. And he did a great job that time. Kind of that water bug kind of running. And you see some frustration right now. Uh, with some linemen for the for the Beaver. He's such a smart kid. He slowed he down, allowed his linemen to get around the corner, and then he snuck out around them, and they had a wall set up. Okay, ball's on the uh, far side hash this time. We've got a slot to the near side. Wing back to the far side this time. Sometimes they jet motion him, and uh, there's a handoff, and that, I believe, is Quelo, I believe. Yep. Once again, and he's getting he's the workhorse. There's no doubt about it for the size that he is. He he is a tough kid. There's no doubt about it. And originally from the Dominican Republic. I don't know yeah, there was a really nice article about him in the yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah, really uh, sharp kid. He he realizes where he is and what he's able to do, and he's working at it. He's really working at it. Okay, again, wing to the far side this time. Ball resting far side hash again, and uh, there's a pass. It's caught by Pasarchik. And he's right at the flag, so we'll see uh, where they're going to mark the football. There's an injured player for Dubois now. But they're going to mark them all at the 41-yard line. I'm sorry, 39-yard line of uh, of Dubois. And there's an injury timeout, and that is a star trucking first down. And we'll be back with more from Rockway with our score, Dubois 7, Rockway 7, right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Shop local, buy local, Hi, I'm Jenny, the manager over at your Big Deals online store. Did you know that when you shop locally, 83 cents of that dollar stays in town? Local businesses are the lifeblood of our community, and that's why you should shop your Big Deals online store. Dozens of gift certificates to local businesses, all in one convenient place. Shop local from the convenience of your home or smartphone. Visit DuboisBigDeals.com. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and the injured person, uh, not much to that. He got up and was able to uh, get off the field. Uh, one first down and 10, and uh, 39-yard line, Rovers have it. Coelho's back there, and along with uh, Crawford. Crawford is in the pistol, kind of pistol formation right behind uh, Fox. Coelho to the left side, and there's a handoff, and that is to Crawford, I believe, number nine, st- or who is that? that- that was uh, Pisarchik. Pisarchik uh, in the backfield, not uh, not Crawford. So it was Pisarchik. Pisarchik has speed too, and he's pretty athletic. But he's really not a big kid. I'm not sure what they they have him listed here in the program at five eleven one seventy five. I think we said before he doesn't look like that. <laughs> you know, when you see the pads off, uh, he's not a very big kid at all. But he's really athletic, got good speed, good moves, and he's back there in the backfield now to the left side of uh, of Fox. Got a slot to the near side. We've got a wing to the far side, too. And uh, there's a handoff again to Pisarchik. And trying to get outside, straight arm uh, didn't get him there. And he's still on his feet, though. Hard to bring down for his size. Yeah, he did a good job there. I, 
thought he was going to break it there, but just yeah, Dubois is just too quick. Yeah, too many people showed up there. So third down now and eight from the 37. And that is the end of the third quarter. Our score is seven to seven from Frank Verichetti Field in Brockway. And we'll be back with the beginning of the fourth period right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. 7-7 seven to seven is our score. And uh, Jared and I were just talking. Winger has not been back in the game. We didn't see him get hurt, but he's not been back in the game. Schrock has been playing that quarterback position. He's really a running back. And so they, uh, the, the viewers kind of lose that long ball threat that they do have. And so uh, that has that has had uh, an effect on this game. Well, you know, defensively, Brockway has had two safeties when Wingert was in there because they didn't want to let Coer go, you know, covered man to man. But now that he's not in there, I've, I've noticed more so they've dropped to a single safety, so they have an extra guy they can bring down to help play the run and pick up blocks. Well, it's certainly turned into more of a running game. There's no doubt about that. And so the the guys up front, this is uh, this is where it's going to be won, I think, in this one for sure. Okay, so Rock Red Rovers moving left to right now here in this fourth period. Third down and eight from the 37-yard line. 37-yard line of the uh, Beavers. Box back there. Willow to his left. Here's a quick throw. And caught. Low pass, but caught. And a a nice job there by the... uh, Receiver, that's uh, Pasarczyk, and uh, he's made a big difference. I'll tell you, they missed him last year. He missed most of the season with a with an ACL tear. What a nice pickup. That it throw was a throw. It was almost off the turf, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So pass was low, but uh, the, the receiver was wide open in that slant pattern from the far side, and he caught it in the middle of the field and uh, tackled immediately. But uh, another star trucking first down for the Rovers, and it's first down and 10 from the 23-yard line now for the rowers they're moving closer to the red zone we have a wing on this side this time slot to the far side wings in motion sometimes they hand it to him but uh, fox is going to keep it he's got room to the outside and he's got the first down and there's a flag on the play and again where that flag was thrown usually holding <laughs> usually holding and like i said they, they don't expect fox to run but he had the room that time to run and it looked like it was kind of designed for him too so yeah so they're using his athleticism, and uh, I think that may come back, unfortunately, for the Rovers, that may come back. So, okay, blindside block. So, yeah, in there, it's either a hold or a blindside block, and it was a blindside block that time. And so that play is going to come back, and it was a good one. It would have been a first down for the uh, for the Rovers. And, you know, talking about the Rovers had some of those last week. Um and it's hard to say because I didn't see it here, but there's sometimes where the kids from Brockway are just so aggressive. They lead with their hands like they're supposed to. And, you know, I'm all about protecting the receivers because I was one of those guys, and I, I got blindside blocked many times. But at some point in time, you've got to allow them to do something. Otherwise, you might as well just let them tackle your quarterback. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a fine line, isn't it? You know, you, you want to protect people, but at the same time, it is a rough game. And you do the, you do the best you can do. Usually, you're not going to have kids out there trying to hurt somebody. You know, mm-hmm. they're just trying to play the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first down and 21 now from the 34. First and 21. Slot to the near side. Ball's on the far side. Hash pops back to pass. We got to rush off in, and it's a pass complete. And that is to uh, the Quelo, and he will get to about the 30, uh, about the 33 yard line. Yeah, it was two years ago when when Dubois played here that uh, Tanner Morelli was hit right down here in front of us mm-hmm. and uh, ruptured spleen. Yeah, and it was a clean hit. It was a clean hit. So that kind of that kind of stuff happens, mm-hmm. you know. Just a, it's got kind of game, you know. Uh, those helmets are not soft. And both teams have fast players. They do. Yeah, they do. Okay, second down and twenty now from the thirty-three for the uh, for the Rovers. They have a ways to go. Those those sticks are far away right now for the Rovers. Slot to the far side. We get motion. That is Crawford. Pass downfield. We have man open. Ball's knocked away. So good coverage on that play. They were they were trying to get the deep pass in there, but uh, the defense was ready for it. And so that brings up a third down and 20 now. Uh, time is at 10, uh, stop clock 10-31 here uh, left in this football game, 7-7. Seven to seven. So could this go into overtime, Jay? Jared? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> well, you, got, you and I need to get to bed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially me, since I'm so much older than you are. Okay, ball's near side hash. Split to the far side. Slot to the near side as well. So double slot formation. Quiddle back there with Fox back. Fox back to pass. Getting rushed. And he's got running room. And so he's going to make it to the outside. And will be hit out of bounds. So he will be hit out of bounds. And... uh, that hit came from, uh, I think, number 35, and so the faithful here are not real happy about that. There's no question about that one. Yeah, there looks like there's another penalty back here, too. He was well out of bounds when he was hit, and uh, so, you know, whether the kid knew where the sideline was, I don't know, but he really laid a hit, hit on the quarterback box. And that can be that frustration, too. Oh, know? oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, because... I'll guarantee you these players from uh, or from Dubois did not expect to be in this position tonight. No. no. Okay, so the uh, officials are still trying to figure out what's going on down there. And I'll tell you, look around here. I, I mean, this place is full. I mean, the people sitting on the dike over here above the creek, all around the fences, all the way around the fences. I mean, it is a big it is a big game. Uh, they won't have a bigger game until they get the playoffs, yeah. which I think yeah. they, I think they will do this year. And, you know, speaking from a fan of, of neither team, we'll say it's a cool atmosphere that it's a close game. It's packed. And I think this is what you like to see in high school football. There hasn't been really any late, you know, dirty hits. The yes, right. hit on the sideline here was, you know, it was a, it was a bad hit, but it wasn't a cheap shot hit. It didn't look like. Okay. Well, unfortunately for the, uh, for the Rovers, uh, the double foul here, they committed a foul holding penalty. And the defense committed the uh, personal foul on the sideline. So we'll see what uh, there's holding. Rockway, dead ball foul, out of bounds, hit out of bounds. So we're going to do this all over again. Which is interesting because it was a dead ball. So I don't, you wouldn't think that would be offsetting. Well, 
Well, they're going to march it off and then, and then go back. Then, yeah. yeah, they'll go back. So one was 10 yards, the other would be 15 yards. So they're going to get five yards out of it. But they don't get an automatic first down even for a, a late hit. It's still now it's just third and that's whatever. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so the ball is at the uh, 28-yard line. Oh, got about five yards out of that penalty. Yeah, five yards out of it. So it's still third down third and uh, 15. 15 now. Third down and 15. Ball's at the 33. I'm sorry, the 28. Looks like about the 28-yard line. Fox is back to pass. Got good protection. Looking for an open man. Oh. And knocked away, almost intercepted by Dixon back there, who was playing Pasarczyk. So it's going to be fourth down and 50 now for the Rovers. And as we said, you know, we're, we're almost down to 10 minutes left in this game. It could turn out. I mean, it happened last year, if you remember. I mean, it came down to final play. One play, basically, yeah. in the first half, uh, or in the second half, at, right at the end of the game where Brockley could have won it, you know. And the play was designed for the receiver to be in the end zone, but he was two yards mm-hmm. in, outside the end zone. Otherwise, you know, been touched on. So you have two defenders waiting for him. Uh, one of them is in this game. One of them is Voss, who <laughs> was in that game. Okay, so here we have it. Fourth down and 15 from 28. Passing situation. And long pass downfield. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, uh, they no flag on the play, so at least I don't see any. Do you? No, nothing there. But I, yeah, I, I mean, they tried to go for it down on the far side. Long pass down there to Pasarczyk, but no good. Ball be brought back to the 28-yard line, and the Beavers will have it. So here we are again. Yeah. So an exciting game, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's a battle both directions. There's no no doubt about it, and. As we said earlier, uh, what difference have you got, uh, you know, when you're in the game at quarterback throwing the ball? Uh, because mm-hmm. it may come down to that at the end. It may be mm-hmm. that, you know, what happened at Carn City. That's what happened at Carn City, last drive of the game. Well, and you think if, you know, if Brockway scores, can Dubois get down the field not being able to throw the football? That's exactly right. Okay, so let's see what happens here. Schrock is still back there at quarterback, and uh, he's going to throw one out to the sideline. It is caught out there. But uh, no gain. It's caught by Clark, but he will get nothing. In fact, he loses some yardage on the play, I do believe. Looks like he did anyway. Looks like, yeah. was that Colton Ross? 15? 15. Colton, Colton Ross. I haven't called his name tonight. No, that's right. Okay, so they're going to give him about a yard on that play. So it's going to be a second down and nine from the, their own 28. The Beavers moving from our right to our left. Running clock at 927 right now in this football game. Trips to the near side. One split to the far side. And back to pass to Schrock looking to throw, but he's rushed back there. But he's got lots of room on the far side. Still on his feet. We'll get the first down and a little bit more. So another uh, star trucking first down as uh, Schrock had plenty of room. And see, that, and that's kind of the fear in, in this game with somebody back there that can run the ball because quarterbacks often will – find room in a passing situation to run the ball, and that happened that time. It was supposed to be a pass, but he found lots of green stuff and picked up the first down at the 29-yard line. So second, I'm saying first down and 10 now, and the ball's resting oh, just inside the 40 at about the 39-yard line. In uh, Beaver territory, they're moving from our right to our left, trips to the near side, once split to the far side. There's a handoff to Nestle, and uh, he will get hit almost immediately, so no gain on the play. Like we were saying before, defensively, you're not worried about the pass. 
I mean, if you yep. beat you on one, that's that's on on that's a good one for them. But you're not worried about that now. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Even when uh, when uh, Trey was in there, uh, they have not uh, tried to throw a pass to Voss. Uh, he was the big winner last week. He got the touchdown pass last mm-hmm. week. And he's got a big body. I mean, he's a big kid. Always oh, aggressive kid too. You know, he's real aggressive. Oh. Trips the near side, one split to the far side again. Ball is resting on the far side hash mark. There's a Beavers move from our right to our left. And that's Rock. Back to pass, looking downfield. And uh, it is caught as a, right about the 31-yard line. And that is uh, Voss. We are just talking about him, and there's the big catch. Yeah. Just mentioned his name. He made the big catch as he came in front of the defender and pulled it down for another star trucking first down. And so a big, big play in this game was that one right there. And it's going to be, you're going to have more yardage added for a face mask here. Oh, no. oh wow. <laughs> oh. And, you know, as, as a coach, you teach your defensive backs, don't let the ball come to you, go to the ball. And, and unfortunately there, the wide receiver came back and he wanted it. And he wanted it, right. The defensive back stayed behind and didn't aggressively attack it. You are so right. So the ball is being marched off and uh, it's going to be down inside the, 20-yard line, close to the 15-yard line. So it's going to be at 16-yard line for the uh, – wow, what a big break. What a big break right there. But a great play by Voss. Yeah, he just threw that ball up and let his guy out. Oh, go yeah, him. great play by Voss that time. I can't see him throwing the ball now. I, you know, their running game has been working pretty well. So they have a first and 10 at the 16 at the 8-minute mark. Full house backfield. And a whistle. And I think that's going to put uh, – the Beavers back five yards. I think there was a false start on that play. But you know, as a defensive as a defensive team, I wouldn't. I mean, that play was a big play. It was, but yeah. I wouldn't let that change my mindset of what I'm doing because that was a that was a he threw that up and yeah, that uh, you know I I could see an interception coming, but mm-hmm. but uh, at least knock. You almost expected an interception. Yeah, at least knock the ball down. You know, but the defender. You know, Foss came back for it and wanted mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's the kind of kid he is, too. I, you know, I, I know the kid, and uh, that's what he's like. And he's, uh, okay, we got a slot to the far side. One single receiver to the near side. And uh, Schrock uh, looking to run with the ball, still on his feet. He's still on his feet, and inside Schrock near the 10-yard line as he dives forward. Might be a little bit short of it by about a yard or about a foot, really. And so uh, he's got a. And they can get a first down at about the five-yard line, four-yard line, so they could get a, a first down as they are pretty close to the 10-yard uh, line right now. So it was a second down of about, uh, about five yards to go for a first down, ball resting at about the 11-and-a-half-yard line, 7.25 on a running clock in this game. Trips to the near side, one single split to the far side. Schrock again looking to run, cuts it back. And is, gets inside the 10-yard line, so inching closer to the goal line. Yeah, it just looked like they ran the same play again. Different formation, same play. Yeah, I, and, you, you know, it's hard to tell in here, but the, the Dubois side hasn't been that noisy. you think they'd be really noisy right now, mm-hmm. but uh, but they, they haven't been. I guess everybody's sitting there with their legs crossed, their feet crossed, their arms crossed. They're probably mad right now, yeah, they expect this. Yeah, so, uh, okay, trips to the near side. Uh, once again, Schrock back there, one running back to his right, which is, uh, or to his left, rather, which is Nestle. Falls on the ground, picks it up, and he's going to get sacked. So the sack of the game right now. What number is that? 
61-61. Okay, for the block by Rovers, Carter. He won as Carter, Clark Leone. And so I think that he, we have to uh, consider that the sack of the game <laughs> at uh, the 6-17 mark. Boy, what a huge play. That was a huge play. Of course, the, sa- the snap was bad, which gave him the opportunity to do what he did. Now and, it's fourth and 13. And it looks like they are going for the field goal. So they're going to try the field goal, which is uh, could be at this the way the game's been going. It could be the game winner. You know what I mean? I mean, it's uh, – uh, so we'll see. There can be a timeout on the field. As I think Dubois is going to try to ice the kicker. And so we're going to take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more from Brockway after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. So where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone. GlastownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and it's the uh, <laughs> it's the uh, Rovers. We're trying to ice the Dubois Beavers kicker. They call a timeout. And so here comes the field goal from 19 yards out. It is up, and it will not make it. <sighs> No, no good. good. No good. And so at 548, the uh, Dubois do not get the field goal. And so the Rovers will take over in their own territory at the 19-yard line. So the question will be, can they get a drive together? Uh, that'll be the big question with uh, five minutes and 48 seconds left. What's nice is you've got a quarterback who's been in big situations like this, you know, playing baseball. Oh, yes, playing, yes, yes, playing, yes. Even playing football. He's been in these big situations, so yep. it's, not, it's not too much for him. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you pointed it out to me at the uh, commercial, too, that sometimes uh, your tongue gets around your eye tooth, so you can't see what you're saying. Uh, so, <laughs> well, but that's funny. Okay, so first down and 10. Here come the Rovers from our left to our right. Oh, good running play on the first down. Gets about eight out of it. That's Quello. Quello was our player of the of the game last week. Uh, he could end up being the player of the game this week as well. Yeah, he, you know, he really hasn't. He's run the ball a lot, but he hasn't slowed down. He's still running fast. Oh, yes. The kid will, I don't think he could wear the kid out, to tell you the truth. Okay, so uh, we'll stop the action here. See what's going on. Okay, so we're ready to go. First or second down and one from the twenty-nine for the uh, for the Rovers. That'll be a handoff off the uh, right side, and that is Quelo. Looks like he's got a first down. He's pretty close uh, to the line of gain. I think he got it. Let's see. Yes, he did. So another star trucking first down, Quelo. And we'll we'll try to get some stats after the game. Uh, our friend John Allen is getting some stats out there. He's sitting out in the bleachers, so uh, he's going to help us out with some stats. We're going hands-free tonight. Hands-free. <laughs> okay. First down and 10 from the 30 for the Rovers. Quello's back there with Fox. He'll get the hand up again off the uh, right side. And he's still on his feet. And uh, he will get across the 40. 
And that will be another star trucking first down for the Rovers with Quayle. I'll tell you, you keep thinking that he's one, one tackle yeah. away, you know, one man away from taking it all the way to the house. And once he gets an open, you're not going to catch him. Uh, he's one of those four or five guys, so he could run. And uh, he's putting a, he's putting a hurting on these uh, mm-hmm. on the defense of the uh, the Beavers currently. So first down and ten, going to forty two yard line. Beavers had it, have it. Might be their last drive of the game as uh, uh, running back is going to be the quarterback this time, Fox. And there is a flag on the field that could be a hold based on where it was thrown. So that could negate. Uh, I remember the last time the quarterback ran the ball. It came back too. Remember that. So that's been the bane of the Rovers as they they move when they're in you know sync, but then when they get a penalty like this, it tends to kind of throw them out of their the rhythm. You're right about that. Yeah, you're right about that. So that brings back a, a good run by Fox that time, and he's running more than he he has in the past. So he's run what three times tonight, and that's two two times more than I've seen him ever run. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then uh, both two runs were brought back. Yeah, that's a tough 15-yard penalty. That's a tough one. Oh, that is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just going to be a 10-yarder, but 15-yarder. Well, I'll tell you what. They were used to Hankies being on the field up at Kane. They had 14 penalties at Kane, and there are several reasons why. You know, some of them were maybe they were not what the officials saw, but in any event, that doesn't matter much. Okay, hand off to Quillo. Again, going off the uh, right side of the offense, and uh, he doesn't get much out of that one. There's a long way that they have to go for a first down. It's uh, going to be a second down. Ball is going to be placed uh, about the 27, 28-yard line, 27-yard line. And that uh, line again is a long ways away. So we might have to skip pass in this series before uh, before it's over. Yeah, you wonder if they're trying to run the clock down a little bit here. They're running a little bit less time on the play clock. Okay, slot near side. And Fox is back to pass. Looking downfield. Got a man open and uh, cannot control the ball. And that's the freshman. So Decker could not control the pass. It wasn't a perfect pass. A little bit behind him. But a catchable ball. Uh, And uh, he just could not control it. So uh, that would have been a good play right there. Would have got them near at least the first stick, yeah. perhaps. But now they're still way behind the sticks. So bring a third out a third down and uh, about 23 yards to go for a first down. So they want to get out of the hole here if they can get a first down. But it's going to be a hard job with a three and 23 going here at the 28-yard line. Fox hand off to Quello again, looking for some running room. And uh, he gets some running room that will bring it out to the 35-yard line. But it's going to bring up a fourth down and long. And so a definite punting situation for the uh, for the Rovers. Yeah, not a not a bad play. It's hard. I mean, if you're going to go for that, everybody's sitting back waiting for it. So you might as well keep the clock running a little bit. Try to get a little bit more time off the clock, knowing they don't have a throwing throwing quarterback. Well, they sure don't want to hand it back to the uh, to the Beavers, but they're going to have to do it right here. So I'm hoping you don't get a return here. Yeah, that's the big thing. They want they want to give the Beavers a short field, and here comes the punt. It's high, not a bad punt. They're going to bounce right at the uh, 35-yard line and keep rolling. So a nice roll right at the 20-yard line. So the Beavers will have it 80 yards away, and they have 2 minutes and 38 seconds, and they do not have Troy Troy Winger in there at quarterback. He can throw the long ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting what you do as a DB now because you you know that – 
they don't have their throwing quarterback in there. But you also saw that you've got uh, Voss. I mean, he's a short kid. He's well short, you know, compared to the tall kids that Dubois has. But he was able to come back and get the ball. You got to be aggressive. Well, and, and Voss is athletic. Voss can jump. You know, we got him over the high jump pit last uh, last spring. And uh, I'll tell you what, when I saw him first try to high jump, I thought, wow, you know, kicking it off his feet. Mm-hmm. So he's a good leaper and uh, got good hands. So. Okay, here we go with uh, 238. First down and 10 from the 20-yard line. The Beavers have it. Back to pass. The Schrock looking downfield. Gets the ball out there, and he's got uh, the man we were just talking about, and that is Voss. And he's out of bounds, but gets the uh, first down. So he's got the uh, the star trucking first down, and uh, it looks like they're kind of looking for him right now because he's the big play guy. You know, he's, he's, he's the guy you can count on. He's going to make an aggressive attempt at that ball every time. Yeah, and you can see that was kind of a busted play where he was looking at. There wasn't there wasn't anybody there that he thought was going to be there, and he just kind of ran out, and there happened to be a guy there. And remember, Voss has got two more years. He's only a sophomore, so uh, he's got two. Or is he a junior this year? Uh, he may be a junior this year, so he's got yeah. another another year or so. Uh, this will carry. He'll get a little bit out of that one, but uh, yeah, Voss is a junior this year. He was a sophomore last year, and he's 5'8", 155, and that's about right for him. That's about what he is. Interesting. Dubois doesn't seem to have too much hurry in the here. Okay, trips this side. Schrock looking downfield, trying to find somebody open. Guy going to run the ball, and uh, he falls down at the 40-yard line. And we're down to 151 on a running clock right now, and so it looks like uh, Dubois is going to be quite content to let this uh, clock keep running. It's a third down from the uh, 40-yard line. It'll be a third down and about three. you got to think, if you're Brockwood, you can stop him here. you got three timeouts still. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, but they have to stop him. And you can get the punt. Okay, let's see what... Uh, the Beavers are going to do. They've got a slot both sides this time. Passing formation. Schrock is back. Looking to pass. Got a man out here. He throws it to him. That is caught inside the 40-yard line. Got some running room still on his feet. And he's down at the 49-yard line. The uh, Beaver 49-yard There's a flag on the play. Uh, the receiver was Delaney. He's a junior, 5'8", 170. He makes the catch. And we have a hanky on the field. And uh, let's see who that is going to be against. And... I think it's going to go against uh, the Beavers, and uh, it does. Oh, that's going to be a big one. That's a 15-yarder. 15-yarder. So that's going to push them back, and that's a big, that's a big deal. I mean, it's yeah. a big deal right now with uh, 112 remaining in this football game. So it's a very likely, very possible that this uh, fourth quarter is going to end up in a 7-7 tie. You, you just didn't want to go to bed early tonight, anyway. Well, you? you know, when you got a boss on your team, he he makes stuff happen. <laughs> well, you're right. Okay. Running clock, 109 and counting. Third and eight from the 35-yard line. The Beavers have it. Trips, trips, a trickery here or something. Yeah, trips to the far side. One split near side. The sergeant playing him tight. Bump and run. Ball's on the ground, but picked up again. And uh, the Rovers will... Uh, have an opportunity to get the ball back as it's going to bring up a fourth down. We have a timeout on the field by the uh, by the Rovers, and it's going to bring up a fourth down. So we're going to hold it right here, but uh, we have a, a fourth down. Rovers are going to get a get an opportunity on a four and eight 
on the 35. They'll get an opportunity. So this should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the be nice, the nice interesting. thing with, with Brockway, and we haven't seen it this game, but they can this speed that they need to play at now, they're used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and you, you have to you have to know that they've been practicing that. Uh, so as long as they can get a decent return here, you would like to think that, well, I mean, I'm, they're going to have to throw the ball downfield to, to get any shot of yeah. even getting in field goal position. Wouldn't it be ironic if uh, Rovers get the ball back, get down in the field goal range and kick the field goal to win it when <laughs> last year they didn't kick the field goal to yeah. win it? Yeah. You know, that would be kind of ironic, wouldn't it? But anyway, we got punt formation. And that is Pasarchik back there, and he's uh, he's a good returner. There's no doubt about it. He gets a little bit of room. He can go. So if he can get uh, Brock in a good field position, that could possibly happen with uh, 48 seconds remaining. So we'll see what happens. Here comes the punt, and it's going to be it's a good punt. And Pasarchik going to let it bounce. It's going to bounce out of bounds at the uh, about the 34 yard line. So the Rovers will have it on their own 34 yard line. They have 40 seconds remaining in this football game and our score is tight 7-7 and uh, it is getting interesting yeah you can see the Dubois players have their heads down uh, which is understandable again you know we I mean but at the same time Brockway has shown the third no slouch yeah absolutely uh, true and, yeah and, and regardless of how the game ends up you think that there's got to be a lot of respect for okay. the Brockway players yeah absolutely and, you know and after the King game I was wondering a lot of us were wondering well how good is Brockway because they, you know, they weren't playing a good team and you, know, you didn't really see them at their best. So uh, this is a good game to see what they have. And I, I think by what I see so far, their number nine ranking is a pretty good ranking for them. Okay, that's Quelo. We'll take the ball out to the forty-yard line. Looks like they're going to let it run. That's yeah, thirty seconds left. They're going to let it run. So uh, you know, but you know, he's, but you know, he said that they don't really have any. They don't have the Carlson kid back this year, and, and I think if they had him, this would be played a little differently. Yes, yeah. They, Carlson, once he got the ball, they would get the ball to him. He, he'd make yards after the after the catch, you know, and he was a stud. There's no doubt about it. They don't have him. So this is going to be the end of this football game as far as the uh, standard time is concerned. We're going to go into overtime. Everybody's uh, getting a little bit extra money. That's right. So it's, uh, you know, it's first, uh, you know, the first four quarters are over, and we are locked at seven. And so we're going to have an overtime, which I don't believe I have seen in a long time. And uh, so it should be it should be really interesting. Uh, this is when conditioning starts to play a role and, you know, strategy becomes really key and, and mm-hmm. all of that. So we're going to take a uh, one-minute timeout. We're going to be back for our overtime. Don't go away. It's getting interesting. You're listening to Sunny 106. You're home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Sintered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Sintered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers!
Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and we got a wild one going on here from Frank Baraschetti Field. Uh, Rovers 7, Du Bois Beavers 7, and we're going into overtime. And we don't know when the last time was we saw this. In fact, we're not even sure what they're going to do because we haven't seen it in so long, and uh, rules change all the time. But uh, we'll see what happens. Will they get the ball at the 20-yard line and uh, go back and forth? I don't know. So I'm not sure the coaches even know, you know, at this point. Uh, we just don't get to see it. But I'll tell you what, the people are definitely getting their money's worth tonight. Yeah, and it's uh, like you know, we've said it a couple of times. This is, what a great, great ending to this. And it's almost like this This is kind of warranted because neither team really gave up anything. Yeah, nobody loses. Yeah. No matter what happens, nobody loses. Yeah. That, that's you know, what, the way I look at it. Neither team uh, will be a loser in this game tonight. I was I was waiting to throw out this, but you would appreciate it. And as you know the story well, this is like a, this was a David and Goliath matchup. But you know you look at David, and nobody told David he was supposed to lose. Um, I mean, maybe they did tell him he was supposed to lose, but he in his heart didn't believe that he was supposed to lose, and went out and gave it at all his all. And that's like, this is exactly that in real life. Yeah, yeah. Goliath told David, "You're for the birds." Yeah. Uh, in other words, I'm going to feed you the birds. And, I'm sure, and I'm sure there was something similar to that, maybe not as nice as that on the field. <laughs> I'm going to feed you to the fowls of the air. Well, David said, no, you're not. Uh, I'm going to make roast chicken at you. Uh, yeah, so so you're right. I, I mean, it, nobody's a loser. And, and fans, both sides, you know, a lot of respect going back and forth. No matter who wins the game, you give me a lot of respect there. And, and again, these, uh, these kids, a lot of them know each other. I, I mean, you know, especially those that, are not Brockway kids, but they're Dubois kids that go to DCC. Yeah, yep. They know all these you know, Dubois kids, so you know it's kind of like a, a family reunion where they get into a game, you know. But uh, it's it's been a great game. Okay, two two on the tosser is going to get the ball first, and uh, there's going to be Brockway going from our right to our left. Looks like did Brockway defer, and they're defending it, the. Yeah. Brockway, Brockway's going to have it to okay. start the overtime. So, and, and they're going to oh, they're going first and goal from the ten yard line. Okay. So that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, this is this is a place where a kid like Quayle could shine. He just needs a little bit of room, right? Yeah, I can see it both ways. You know, it's it, at least for Dubois, they do have some benefit in that there's not a lot of room to air it out, and they can pack the box like yeah. they did earlier. Yeah, and they and they have their starting quarterback playing. You know, so uh, that's may not be the situation with uh, with the Beavers. So, mm-hmm. but again, for the Beavers, this benefits them too because they don't have to throw it deep down the field. They got to get ten well, yards. That's right. They got ten yards, right? And they got you know, Schrock could throw it that far for sure, accurately. I'm, I'm certain of that. Okay, so uh, two thirty-two. Uh, let's see what kind of time. No time on the clock. They're just going to run it from there, so we don't have to worry about the clock. And uh, Brockley will have it first on the ten-yard line and see what they can do. New situation for the offense coordinator, too. 
Got uh, jet motion, and that's Vasarchuk looking for the uh, end zone. And, and he's got uh, it. He's in. So first play in the overtime, Vasarchuk will score. He will score. Interesting here, not interesting, but number five is injured, and he was their backup quarterback. Yes, yeah, he's not feeling real happy right now. Okay, so uh, Rockway will uh, score from the 10-yard line on the very first play. Pizarchik from 10 yards out. And they lead it by a score of 13-7. to 7. They will have an opportunity for a two-point conversion or the extra point. And this is this extra point is very critical also. Yeah. Very critical in this overtime. So let's see. We've got the freshman doing the kicking. And that is up. And it is good, and so that is uh, Caleb Docker. He's a freshman, and he will score the extra point to make it 14-7. to So now the uh, Beavers will get the football. They have to score a touchdown, yep. and they have to score an extra point, yep. or it is over. So let's, this is where the defense will come, and it looks like the uh, Beavers will, will come down here to our right. And we'll have their offense uh, down there where I can't see. <laughs> so uh, you just have to listen for the cheers on we'll one side or the Listen for the cheers, I guess. But uh, they will have an opportunity now from the 10 yards out. But no, they're going to bring it back up here. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know why. they. Well, I guess they thought they were going to change the, the ends of the field, end. but, but they don't. They play on the same end. So everybody's just running an extra 100 yards now. Yeah, that was just a warm-up, I guess. But... Uh, Yes, they're going to do it from the same end of the field. So uh, I think they were thinking about the pro game, perhaps. You know, and uh, so same end of the field. That's good because I can see a lot better down there. And uh, so they will have four downs from the ten yard line. If they do not score, Rockley will win. Or if they score and they cannot score the extra point, Rockley will the ball win. over, which I guess would also be not scoring. Yes. <laughs> so uh, let's see what the. Uh, it's on the backs of the B or the uh, Rover defense right now to see if they can stop the uh, stop the Beavers. The Beavers score, then we'll be right back where we started from. <laughs> okay, here we go. Schlock is the uh, is the two back, and he's a roller his right, look to throw the ball, trying to find uh, an opening, can't find anybody. He will run it, will not get in. Maybe stopped shy of the goal line, but he's down there very close to it. So they're going to market somewhere around the two or three yard line, I do believe. So he'll have a second down and very, uh, very close. And do we have a Brockway player down over there? I think we do. I don't know who that is, can't but a uh, big guy. Yeah, he looks like uh, looks like a big guy. And we don't know who that is, but uh, getting the uh, the help out there from looks the like uh, might be cramping, like we yeah. had talked about before. It's, well, and we haven't seen any of that tonight yet. Uh, now, last week was a different matter. I mean, it was very hot and humid at Kane. It was a Saturday afternoon, so we saw a lot of cramps on both sides of the, of the ball. Mm-hmm. But tonight we haven't seen any of that because the weather is quite different. But then, you know, we look at what a cool night we're going to have tonight, and they're talking about this weekend, two days, where it's going to be 85, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's just that time of year. The, the, the four seasons of Pennsylvania, you know what they are. You know that we have fall, winter, spring, and road construction. Those are the four seasons. So we're, we're getting out of the road construction. We're getting into the fall, which is usually beautiful around here. Okay, let's see. Is that uh, Yonner? If it's Yonner, and that's the biggest guy they have. 
Uh, he's a big boy. And it looks like it might be might be him. He is limping a little bit, but he's coming off the field gingerly. Yeah, 67, that's the honor. Okay. And that that's by the way, that's a big deal. Uh, he's a big guy in, yeah. in that defensive line. So especially with the twenty three yards to go. That's right. Yeah. So from the three yard line, we got the Beavers ready to go. And we are in overtime. And the Rovers have already scored on their first play. It's the second play for the Beavers and handoff. And that is Dixon. He's hit immediately. Across the yard. And he gets nowhere. I believe that he lost the yard. Yeah, that was Dixon. Looks like he did lose the yard. So it could be a it could be a uh, third down and uh, about four. In fact, it's even a little more than four, I would say. Maybe four and a half. And a half yard can mean a lot down here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks uh, so it's third down and about four and a half. So the Rovers have to uh, stop them two more times. So let's see if they uh, live up to it right here. So look out. Here we go. High formation backfield. And there's a roll up by Schrock looking to get in the end zone. And he's hit. Is he in? He's close. Nope. Short. No, he's short. So the officials say he is short, but he is close. He is very close. How ironic is this? Wasn't it this close last year that Brockway had a chance? Yeah. This close? Well, not this close, no. no. Yeah. But they, they were close. I don't remember exactly where they were, but they had room to throw the ball into the middle of the field. The receiver was supposed to be in the end zone, but he was not. He was two, two, two yards outside of and was hit immediately and stopped. So, Okay, so here we are, and we're uh, you know less than a yard away probably. And it could be a quarterback sneak here with Schrock. That's what I would do anyway. But no, he's going to hand it off. Does he get in? That is the question. Does he get in? He does. Okay, so it comes down to the extra point. And that extra point. I'm not sure. Was that Dixon on the run? I'm not certain. But it was 34. Yeah, I can't, couldn't see with all the bodies there. I think it might have been 34. Uh, but in any case, scores the touchdown. And uh, now it's the big extra point attempt right here. So they could go for two or kick. And they're going to try to kick. And, and let's see. Uh, Let's see how he does. This is this is the game right here. If he misses, it's a Brigger. He is the kicker. He's 11th grader. And ball's down. It's up. And uh, is it? No oh, good. Yeah. It's no good. And Brockway will win it. Brockway will win it. Wow. Wow. score of 14 to 13. Brockway will win it. This place is going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this place is going nuts. Well, there'll be no school on Monday. Oh, oh but well, Monday's later. Monday off, right. Take Monday off, guys. Take Monday off. Wow, what a game. What a game. Uh, what a job by the defense. We don't often say enough about the defense, but I'll tell you what, they came to play tonight, wow. and they gave they gave Dubois, Beavers, everything they could possibly handle, and they win this football game. We've got, uh, <laughs> we've got fireworks going off over the field on the other side, so... Uh, Rockway proves their worth tonight. They proved their ranking of being number nine, single A. And so a great job by the uh, Rockway Rovers to pull this one out. And we'll be back with a wrap-up of this one right after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fall in western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Rockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year and that football tradition.
tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport in Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9. To experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are we are back. Rovers pull this one out by a score of 14 to 13. And uh, what a game in overtime. And uh, we've got John here. John, I uh, just want to let John know. Uh, Matt Brubaker, we've decided Matt Brubaker would be our player of the game. He played a a huge uh, role in the success here tonight. So uh, player of the game, Matt Brubaker, uh, play of the game. Uh, we have to give to uh, Caleb Doherty, Caleb, yeah. you know, and uh, I just want to mention that uh, our, uh, our play of the game is uh, sponsored by Zanna Malillo, attorneys at law, uh, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. And uh, I think drive of the game, I guess, is that drive for the touchdown. I think that it, that culminated in a touchdown. So uh, we'll call that the drive of the game. It's the first scoring drive uh, for the uh, for the Rovers. Uh, sack of the game goes to Carter Quaglione uh, at the six seventeen mark of the uh, fourth quarter. So Carter with the uh, sack of the game, and uh, sack of the game is brought to you by Brockway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time. Offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. And uh, again, player of the game is is uh, Matt Brubaker, and the uh, player of the game is uh, sponsored by Spitz, Spitzer's Auto World. Spitzer's Auto World uh, revolves all around uh, all around you, so they say. And uh, so we'll try to get a picture of of Matt, and make sure that that is uh, put out there, and. Uh, so, and when we look at the uh, play of the game, we, you know, to give it to a kicker and a, well, and a freshman. Well, and you think, so last year, 
they elected not to go. That's right for the extra point. Yeah, and, and to put him in there, and there was a lot of pressure on him. A lot of pressure know, to perform, and, and he was able to put it right through the uprights. Yeah, for you know, for a young lad like him uh, to get in there and do that is a you know is a very big deal. And uh, play of the game is also sponsored, by the way. Uh, by Morelli Sales and Services, along with Zano and Malillo attorneys, so uh, and uh, so we we call that uh, play of the game, uh, Caleb Doherty, with that uh, very uh, anxious moment where he makes this, and it could be a game winner, which it turns out to be. It is the game winner, mm-hmm. and so good for him as a as a freshman, and so what a big win, and it, it gives uh, credence to uh, people that placed uh, uh, Rockway at number nine in the state in single A to be able to win a game like this to have them uh, at number nine. So uh, I, I had questions myself until I saw them play tonight. And so and seeing them play tonight, I say, hey, you know, this is legit. This is legit. This is a legit football team. It really is. They've got many guns that they can shoot. And the kids have bought into uh, Coach Heigl's program. And uh, the coaching staff has gelled and come together. And uh, they're looking real good right now. So they're on a two-game winning streak. They're 2-0 and now. And uh, Cottersport comes to town next week, and uh, we'll be over here uh, to uh, to bring you that game as well. So, Jared, what's your takeaway, Jared, uh, of the game tonight? Well, I think, like you said, Brockway is a tough team. I mean, after watching them play tonight, it, it's hard to it, it's hard to see you know many teams blowing Brockway out, or, or you don't, you don't want to say beating them, but I mean they played well on both sides of the ball when when. Uh, when Dubois scored, they came right back, did their thing. They never gave up, and you could just see that as the game went on, they got more confidence, and it just goes to give you that we were just talking about at the end with uh, David and Goliath. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think you'll see a better game this year. I, I mean, this no. was just tremendous. I, yeah. I mean, uh, because it's like that story that you said. I, I mean, when it comes to numbers, because of the bigger school, obviously you're going to have more numbers out. But you still have to put 11 on the field. And uh, and Brockway just ripped their teeth and said, you know, we're not laying down for this. We are as good, if not better, than they are. And we're going to play. And they play them head-to-head all night long. And for it to come down to an extra point gives uh, just value to, the, to, the, to this game in overtime. Yeah. I mean, it just uh, it, it couldn't have been overhyped, I mean, because it lived up to it. Uh, and so it was just a great game. I hope you folks at home enjoyed the game as well. And as I look at it in the parking lot, there are a whole lot of cars going to be going the same direction that we're going. <laughs> <laughs> so there's probably no big hurry for us to, to be done. But, uh, you know, you're going out to the other side of Clearfield someplace on the sticks, and I'm going out to Penfield. So <laughs> you're in the sticks, too. I, I'm going the same direction. Of course, I can take the route over the mountain. You know, yeah. they're all going to go, you know, through, uh, you know, on 219. So mm-hmm. I can, or not on two, well, 219 that direction, but I can go the other way and go over 153. But, yeah, so uh, just uh, – just a great night for you know for football I and mean, weather wise everything was perfect I and mean, it was just it was just great and uh thanks for your expertise to be with me tonight and by the way as we look at the schedule uh, uh future schedule here uh travis is going to be with me next week and then uh, john allen's going to be with me to go to union but then you're going to be with me for the port allegheny game that'll be a, that'll be a big game that's a big game and then you're going to be with me for the keystone game and uh and then the red bank game which is a thursday night by the way mm-hmm. They're going to be with me for that one as well. So uh, we're yeah, going to have a, And then at the end, if there is a game or playoffs. Yeah, so we'll see what, you know, yeah. we'll see what transpires. So uh, we'll see you some more. And, uh, but just to, uh, uh, we don't have 
stats here. John had to go and he was keeping some stats for us, but he wanted to get a picture of uh, of Caleb, and so uh, he's not here with any stats for you. But I think uh, Quayle, just guessing, I think Quayle had a big night numbers wise, yeah. and had a big impact on this game, and uh, and so he's doing what. What he does. <laughs> well, you think for a, runs the ball. a passing team like Brockway, if you can pick up first downs running the football like that and the way that they did it, it, it just takes so much pressure off of passing the ball. And and Jendi's your, your dude. I mean, when you look at the players on offense, he's the guy that you look to when you need a big play, and he usually gets it for you. Oh, yeah, you can be sure that they were keen on him too. They knew mm-hmm. about Quendi or, mm-hmm. or Jendi, and mm-hmm. so uh, they were going to pay attention to him. And regardless of paying attention to him, he still had a great night. Well, you know, we said this at the beginning of the game, too, that Jendi did great things with the football, but he was running behind five guys. That's right. Yes. And, and those guys blocked exceptionally well to open up those holes against a much bigger team. Yeah, because the big guys can move. Yeah. You know, so they, they can move. And so we're looking for good things this year. So it's like pretty exciting. Uh, just to want to remind you, too, uh, about our sponsors. We appreciate them so much. Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero & Company, U Water Service, Ferrero Park & Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Star Trailer Sales, uh, Fremer Lumber & Molding, uh, Yard Works, Glastown Pizza, the Lowell Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Barachetti Holdings, LP, and Creekside Auto & Tire. So thank you uh, to those folks. Well, okay, our final score. 14 to 13 in favor of the Brockway Rovers. And uh, thank you, Jared, for joining me. And so for Jared Holbert, this is Bill saying good night and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Brockway Rover football here on today's Sunny 106. Thank you to all our fine sports sponsors. Now let's return back to the real music variety here on today's Sunny 106.